Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah! Welcome. Welcome to Drinking Bros, sports companion show. Big day. Big it is day, a big day, Dan. You're right. Fucking A, dude. We do this sports show now year round. We weren't sure what was going to happen. Our sponsor, mybookie.com, was not happy with us last year because we absolutely scorched earth on, on our picks. They are back. Therefore, the sports show is back. Uh, we're doing the 2019 NFL Fantasy Football Mock Draft live on air. Man, I'm I'm my my dick is all swollen. I'm half hard over this. Are you juiced up or what? I'm half hard over it. Yeah. Um so what we like to do is this. We're in in Drinking Bros Sports. We have a four team business league for all you business man out there. Uh and we have four fantasy football leagues for Drinking Bros. And uh the first one we have is the Cutthroat Killers League. That's Two times you must have won. You must have killed two different people, and you won a signed O.J. Simpson jersey. All fantasy football signups are on Friday, starting at noon on Drinking Bros Sports, and you've got to sign up. It's a private Facebook group on uh, Drinking Bros, Drinking Bros Sports. So you've got to sign up there at noon. We will be starting teams. If you would like to join the, the Cutthroat Killers League, uh, that, my man, is uh, two screenshots. You got to provide two screenshots that you won two different championships and uh, first come, first serve. Got to accept that email. Boom, you're in. Again, winner, signed OJ Simpson jersey. Go get it. The next one, this is D'Anthony's League. Uh, D'Anthony lost last year. Um, did you make the playoffs last year? I did, yeah. I lost to, uh, God, what is that dude's name? Uh, Brian something? I don't remember his name. Okay. But he ended up losing oh, to Jesse. Uh, Kowalski or? Mm, I don't think so. I think it is. Korpalski. That's there it. it is. There it is. Um, now that, it's, this is one of, these are all my favorites here. Uh, that one, you've only had to win one championship and screenshot it and send it in. My wife, uh, my brethren, <laughs> Jesse Wiseman, is, uh, she's the defending champion. Full disclosure, if you're wondering how she's so amazing at fantasy sports, she's the editor of the show. <laughs> So all she did was take my picks from the sports show last year and absolutely housed everybody. Uh, Mahomes and Tyreek Hill just absolutely slaughtered, and uh, she destroyed the league. Um, this year, the winner gets a signed Jamie Foxx Willie Beeman jersey from any given Sunday. That, that's the greatest thing of all time. I, there's a lot of pressure on her to win. Yeah, that's a good one. Because I, mean, because I want it. I want it bad. And if I, I told you already, if I win that, I'm going to burn it in front of you. Well, you're not going to, so it doesn't really matter anyways. We'll see. But uh, she sleeps in the garage if she doesn't get that. <laughs> um, and that's the way things go. It's kind of like Tiger Woods' dad, you know? I teach, therefore you suffer. Right? Something like that. I think that there's a proverb in there. I don't know that that's how it goes. Nah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, The next next one, this is the Kalen can throw (laughs) Catrone. I still don't know how to say that guy's guy's name. Um, This is the overrated, 
underdog league who everybody thinks they're awesome at fantasy football, but they're not. This is named after him because he thinks uh, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish is the greatest team ever. And every year they're super fucking overrated and never win. Last year we did this. We had a signed Rudy Rudiger jersey. Yes. And uh, I, I won that. I won the underdogs league as well. Um, I, I pretty much look the Patterson family won everything last year and, uh, we burned it at the black rifle coffee, coffee office mm-hmm. this year. We got a signed mini helmet. It's about this big. It's about yay big. It's about as big as this uncle Sam had here on my desk. And we're going to burn that as well. If I win, uh, now if, if someone else wins it besides myself, you have the option to keep it. It looks great on your desk, car dashboard, whatever the fuck you want to do with it, or you can burn it yourself. Or it's about the size of a, a little bigger than a softball. You can also uh, smash it easily with a baseball bat. Yep. We did that on purpose. So that way, we, you and I were watching those gender reveal videos. And we're like, man, let's get a helmet signed by him of that size. So you can smash shit out of it. If you're a Notre Dame fan, you can keep it, though. Yeah. Um, Kalen's in that league. He's going to be the host of that. I'm going to play in it against him. And um, that way, I have something to look forward to. And uh, fuck Notre Dame. Uh, the last one uh, for the underdogs league. Uh, this, this is also one of my favorites and I'm hoping to win this one as well. I'm, I'm really hoping to win all these goddamn things. Yeah. Um, this is the ultimate underdogs league and the greatest underdog story in sports of all time. Still to me is, is Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson. We get a signed pair of boxing shorts from Buster Douglas. Uh, that the, the same ones that he wore the night that he knocked out Mike Tyson, you, the winner of that league will get those. And then there'll be a rejects league uh, run by somebody else. I'm not going to be in that, that fucking bullshit yeah. league. And then the winner of that gets to jump up into the big boy league. And we already have our big boy winner from last year that's joining the league. Uh, so we're all in. All of this starts at noon Eastern time Friday on Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. Private group. You get a chance to sign up then yep. uh, and get them dicks hard. Uh, right now. We're going to sign up for a mock draft um, for uh, a 12-team PPR. What are you looking at, Dan? You look uh, a little confused I need here. the link for this, Jamie. Yeah. Ja- Jamie, we need some links out here. We're going live, brother. Uh, and you're fucking around. <laughs> um, so we're going to do this live on air. We're going to draft. The beauty of this is Dan and I have not chatted about our drafts. And we, and we did this on purpose, so yep. that way it's live and organic. And if you're a diehard fantasy football junkie like myself or D'Anthony, this is the best way to do it is to do a mock draft against strangers. I yep. didn't want to do it against drinking bros. I wanted to do it against complete fucking strangers. Yeah. Why? People are going to auto-draft uh, the same as, as every league at home, right? Uh, we'll, go to, we'll go to one on me, on the big dog here. Uh, people are, people are going to auto-draft for real. Um, in your leagues at home, it's going to piss you off to no end. People did it in our leagues last year. This year, if you auto-draft, we're actually giving your teams away. So don't even fucking bother with it. But we realize everybody else at home is in an office league or a, a family league or an old-school bros from college league. Uh, this way, this will get you accustomed to what you're going to be up against. Because let, let's face it, you can't stop the auto-drafters. You're going to get some assholes like, my daughter had a dance recital, and then I had to make the lasagna no fucking neighbor. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, we don't care about Billy, that. Billy, I don't give a baker's fuck about your daughter or what you were saying <laughs> uh, about the lasagna, dude. You don't fucking auto-draft. You know, how, you know what days the fucking draft are. Um, ours are going to be, I believe, on the 26th and 27th. So you can take that bullshit somewhere else, Billy. You fuck. 
We don't need all your drafters, but you're going to get them. And so th- this way, this is going to help you prepare for that because somebody is going to sneak up and take your, your pick or you can ple- pre-plan ahead because you can see the auto draft up there and then bump it down and be like, all right, rad. Uh, and that's, that's kind of the beauty of this. The other reason why we do this with complete strangers on ESPN.com, and again, this is a, a 12-team PPR standard mock draft snake. Uh, one through 12, boom, snake, pick back around. Uh, we don't know our picks. We don't know the people we're up against. That way, it's totally organic and live because let's face it, you go into the draft every year with your team, right? And you're expecting, oh man, I'm going to get my homes or I'm going to get fucking Aaron Rodgers because I'm a homer. Or, or even in our league, fuck, one of those underdogs leagues, somebody picked Dak Prescott last year with the fourth pick, which was awful. That's going to happen. Uh, to, to not only us, but to you guys out at home. It's going to happen in this mock draft today. Uh, that way, again, every live pick as it's going down, you'll be able to see it on YouTube, plug in with us uh, right now um, on, on Drinking Bro Sports Companion, and, uh, and go from there. And I'll also be reading them off for the audio show. And that's for the video show. Uh, so before we hop into that, <coughs> we got some sponsors pay for this whole shit wagon to be on the air first and foremost talking about mybookie.com forward slash drinking bros i believe that link will be available next week uh is that have you heard otherwise or is it the week after uh it's sometime soon it, it'll be before the season starts okay for sure. because, because i know we're doing a college football kickoff show next week um that's gonna be a fucking blast yep um and then we're gonna start making picks uh, also this year on mybookie.com, since they, they re-upped with us, I'm going to put my, because we, we were 73.4% winners last year. Um, I'm going to put my actual picks, we gamble on all this shit every week. So I'm going to put my actual picks live up on air. Uh, as we make them, boom, I'm going to fucking go to mybookie.com. I'm going to, I'm going to bet and then show you the pay stubs. So at least you know what you're doing. Yep. When timestamps, when I did it, why, what the spreads are, because spreads change all the way up until the game. The reason why we do the sports show in advance is so that way you can maybe get a better spread than you might have on that Saturday or Sunday. Uh, as always, watch out for injuries, but go to myboogie.com forward slash drinking bros starting next week. And uh, it'll double your deposit from 100 all the way to $3,000. This year, they're also doing uh, a huge tournament where you throw in 100 bucks at the end of the year. Yep. You pick five, five fucking spreads during the NFL every single weekend. And at the end of it, what do you get? Like $100,000? The winner gets 100 grand and there's 50 grand split amongst the rest of the winners. Ooh, yeah. There's a lot balls. of money on the line. We're going to be playing against you, bitches. So. Yes, we're going to play against you guys. And we're going to do that every single week. So at least you know our top five spreads per week. And uh, this will also help you at home when you're, when you're gambling, son. Gambling. Yep. Super amped um, that we're doing that with them. Uh, shout out to my bookie for, for signing us up again. Next up, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Nothing better than being hungover in a ghost bed on a Sunday, watching NFL on a Saturday, watching college football. The time is almost upon us. If you have a shitty mattress, now's the time to get rid of it. Uh, fall season. Is when you're, you're drinking the most and you're fucking the most. Let's face it. You start going early for some of these nooner games, right? These 1 p.m. games on Sunday. Then you start going out to the bars and you're fucking by like 4 or 5. That's right, you're yeah. deep, dude. And it's ass-eating season October 1st, too. Mm-hmm. So you want to be prepared for that. Yes. Like you want to break that bed in before ass-eating 100%. season starts. You don't want to fucking be eating ass on a fucking brand new bed or a shitty bed. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want any of that. 
so go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Get a mattress. If you're military or first responder, 15% off forever on all of their items. Mattresses, ghost pillows. Uh, get the cover, man. The cover will actually, you know, look, if you have an ass-eating season, let's say homegirl at Mexican, and she's got a blowout. I'm talking, you know, apple milkshake all over yeah. the bed. That'll protect that mattress so you don't get a little mud butt on there. Yeah, a little mud butt. You know, look, you can buy, uh, or you, if you have health insurance, you'll be good with the dysentery. They'll take care of you, but you don't want to have to buy a new mattress. Yeah, I, look, you don't, you don't want Obamacare trying to pick no, that up. No, because that copay is going to be, what, four or 500 bucks? New, mattress, new mattress is going to be at least seven, 800. Yikes. Uh, Let her deal with her own prolapsed anus. Uh, Go to ghostbed.com. They love our reads. Yeah, they love. They send us an email every morning. Like, (laughs) hey, thanks, guys, for making us look like a bunch of assholes. (laughs) Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Get yourself a mattress. If you're look, if you're a regular civilian like myself, uh, the deals they have are phenomenal. Two hundred dollars off a Ghost Lux mattress, hundred dollars off the classic, and free pillows with a mattress. And the pillows are almost as good as the goddamn mattress. Yeah, the pillows are great. As always, it goes bid.com forward slash drinking bros. Thirty six month pay as you go program. No one is offering that on the interwebs at all. I don't even know if they do a credit check. To be real. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Uh, they're doing it right, doing it tight. And you can keep that butthole right at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Last but not least, Anthony, blackriflecoffee.com. Before I swing it to you, I want to tell you that somebody bought the board shorts and posted them. I saw them. Yeah, they're, fucking, they're fucking great. Dude. dude. Are those available to the public yet? No, they're only on the coffee club. And that brings us to our transition. Jamie, go ahead and put my uh, desktop up there, up there. Yeah. I, I like this live format on YouTube. Yeah. So we're able to do everything. Uh, make it the whole. There you go. Yeah. So this is the Coffee Club webpage. Okay. Right? Like only people who are members can see this, and there's a bunch of different shit. I'm not going to scroll down too much because there's some private information on here. <coughs> but this is an example of one of the giveaways, right? So they gave away a whole fucking cold brew kit. Yeah, that uh, cold brew summer. That's nice. Yeah. So there's going to be another giveaway coming up soon. Okay. And you have to, and it's it includes uh, a book written by this dude we know. Oh, uh, you're talking about Matt Best. Thank you for well, my service. Maybe. It could be him, yeah. yeah. And then it's going to be a collection of all of his favorite swag from Black Rifle, his favorite fucking shirts and, and hats and all that bullshit. That's great. And uh, coffee-making equipment, the whole shit. I believe I wrote that book as well. So uh, well, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking proud forward of you. to that. So, so that'll be the case. Uh, but the way these things work, because it's not a sweepstakes, is you have to be a coffee club member already. Uh-huh. So go to the coffee club right now. Yeah. Sign up. Use Drinker Bros 20 for your code. Go ahead and start your coffee club as long as you're in there before, I think, August 4th. Then you're good. You're good to go. So you've got a couple days from now to get, go ahead and get set in there. Those board shorts are fucking amazing, dude. They're great. And big, the coffee, big fan. You don't, you don't get access to any of this shit unless, uh, yeah, see, the, there's the board shorts right there. Ah, nice. The right left. on your screen. Look at that. How much are those board shorts going for? Uh, they are forty nine thirty. Fuck you, yep. dude. I'm going to buy those after the show. Because you get with uh, the promo code SUMMERDOG. Yep. You get 20% off, so what are they? Dude, that's $40 for this fucking shit. You can use Summer Dog, you can use Drinker Bros 20, any of these. Yes. Yep. So Revolution, Revolution all of yeah. it. I'm, dude, I'm taking 20% off this fucking board shorts as soon as we get off yep. air. So go ahead and make sure you're signed up before August 4th. Take advantage of the club. It's the best goddamn subscription service you'll ever have anyways. It is. So get that taken care of. And then uh, there's some other stuff that we'll read off later. I can't show you on screen because it's private information, but we'll talk about it on another show. Yeah, it's private. Um, all right, out of here. Boom. Your dick is public. And so, just in time for the draft to start. Look at there. I'm not in there. I'm not in there, I don't believe. 
You didn't get into this one? No, I didn't. I couldn't get in. You stupid fuck. Well, you, start over. Well, you know, you'll have to go to a new one. And that's that's what I love about this. Let's go to. Uh, yeah, there's one every five minutes. Yeah, there's one every five minutes. So uh, that's fine. Um, which which PPR would you like to go to? Uh, we do all of our fantasy sports with ESPN.com. I'm not saying it's it's uh, it's the fucking greatest, but it's the easiest one to use for free at home. Uh, we've been using them for what uh, three or four years now. Yeah, on Jimmy Ar- Bro Sports Arizona. Oh, that's not a PPR though. God, no, damn it. it's not a PPR, um, brother. Seattle's got ones. Uh, no, that's that, that's not ten. No, there's, uh, there's Seattle twelve. 12. Yeah, you yeah, want to do that one? Yep. All right, let's do that one. Let's do the old Seattle. I want. I wonder if it's a bunch of fucking liberals in this goddamn thing. <laughs> They're all Antifa. Fucking. Do you a. think Antifa plays fantasy football? <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll know if they do if every team name is Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. You know, where you're just like, oh, uh, looks like uh, Antifa's in here. Um, all right. So, D'Anthony, let, let, let's start with here. Who's your top player in the draft? If you get the one pick, and that, and again, this is the beauty of a mock draft. We don't know what picks we're going to get either. Right. Same as everybody at home. In Drinking Bros, it's different. If you won the league, you automatically get the first pick the next year, yeah. and that's kind of a fun thing for you. Um, but f- uh, for me, my favorite pick is in the 11-12 region, if Same I had way. it. The swamp picks are six through nine. You don't want six through nine. That's a, that, yeah. that's a fucking bitch every year. Because um, that turnaround time, you're waiting the exact time, same time every single time. Yep. Uh, if you're in that one hole, who are you going with the first pick in the draft? Honestly, just based on historical performance and the situation on his team, I would have to say Christian McCaffrey probably. Ah, I like that. I look because I'm going to avoid Levy and Bell. I've looked into his stats before, mm-hmm. not to give up too much of my fucking hard work, but I guess that's why you're here. So every time Levy and Bell, uh, every time he sits out for an extended period of time, he comes back and he's got a four to five game stretch that he's just not that great. Right now, if you're going to draft heavy up top and you want to rely on him later, because he's going to be playing in meaningful games later in the year. Correct. He's not going to be sitting out because the Jets are so good. Well, we're expecting the Jets to be good. We're going to do a no. They'll be good, but they're not going to be so far ahead of their division that they're setting guys out. Correct. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. They'll, so, they'll be playing all year because yeah, they're, I mean, yeah. they're in New England's division. Yeah. So. so if you can hang on for a couple of weeks, like he's definitely going to play. You can never you, – you don't know what's going to happen with injuries and shit like that, yep. but he's definitely going to be playing, and by week four or five, somewhere around there, he's going to start fucking killing it probably because he's Levy and Bell. Yeah. So if you can hold on for a couple of weeks, you think you've got a good enough team to fucking do that or you think you have a good enough strategy, I would draft him number one. The hilarious thing to me – is that before we went on the air, you were like, man, you were debating about whether or not to give the audience real fucking picks or not. You I know. Dirtbag. I, I am because I, I look at it this way. I'm this great at fantasy football that it doesn't really fucking matter if you know all my secrets because I, I've always got plans A through fucking Z, Dan. I don't care if I'm first or, or 12th. Would I, would I prefer 12? Yes, I would. Or 11? You bet. Uh, but I had seven last year, and fuck, man, I think three of these goddamn things, and I, I won all of them. I, w- I won four out of five leagues. The only league I lost in was because Gurley got hurt in the fucking championship, yep. or else I would have housed Josh McClurg by about 50 fucking points. Uh, but hey, look, injuries are going to happen. That's why you need to draft deep. If I'm at one, me personally, I go running back, and I go Alvin Kamara. Um, he doesn't have Mark Ingram anymore to contend with. Yeah. Uh, I think Drew Brees, look, in my opinion, I think if that fucking bullshit call or or miscall 
doesn't happen. Yeah. I think not only do the Saints go to the Super Bowl, I think the Saints win the Super Bowl because I thought New England looked like shit last year. And we were there. Nobody um, looked good in that Super Bowl. No one looked good. And I, I think the Saints would have won. Alvin Kamara, to me, uh, is one of the sexiest players on the planet because that guy can run uh, through a fucking goddamn wall or he can catch you know, 80, 80 balls out of the backfield. I think he's going to have a monster year. Definitely. The only reason I put him over... McCaffrey is simply because of how much better the Saints are than the Carolina Panthers. Hey, Jamie, so. this is uh, this live feed is unlisted right now. Yeah, you got to put you got to pop it up, brother. It only works with a direct link. So let's. Sure. Eh, whatever, Jamie. Come on, we had hashtag Fire Dave. Don't make us have a hashtag Fire Jamie uh, this year. Um, but no, I, I go, so, so I go, I go Camara first. Uh, I like McCaffrey. I like Le'Veon Bell. Um, but I'm definitely going running back first. Here's my prediction of what's going to happen in a, in a lot of people's fantasy football leagues this year. I think Mahomes, people are going to reach for Mahomes and go first round for Pat Mahomes. Yeah, probably. Um, that's, that's my guess because of the year he had last year. I think people are, are going to reach for Mahomes and go early with him. I think he deserves to be the first quarterback taken in the draft. Me personally, I do not go quarterback uh, through the first three rounds at least. Right. Maybe if he's sitting there at the end of four, sure. But there's a lot of great quarterbacks. And you can fill, if you're in a 12-man league, like most everybody is, you can fill up one through 12 and, and have a great option. Here's what I think you should do. If you did a draft last year, go look at the log for the draft and look at what quarterbacks were left between rounds 10 and 16. Okay. Just go look. Yeah. Because it's going to be some surprising names on there. Oh, really surprising. And the difference between those and the num- quarterbacks three through ten mm-hmm. aren't big enough to start drafting quarterbacks that early. My I, opinion. I did a mock draft uh, maybe two or three days ago. Tom Brady went in round ten. Yeah. Um, never seen anything like it. Uh, round ten for Brady, which was unbelievable. Uh, to me... There's going to be a bunch of great quarterbacks left. Garoppolo is going to be healthy this year. Uh, Dak Prescott went in the last round this year. Um, and look, say what you will about the Cowboys and Dak Prescotts, but uh, you know, for him to be sitting there in the last round, eh, uh, that's a fucking bargain to me. Yeah, that's an absolute bargain. It to really me. is. Uh, Jamie, you you were able to get that to go public? Oh, brother. What about you, Alec? We got two producers here, and, and no one can click the public Two producers, button. zero results. Zero results out of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you love to do about fucking uh, public, public live feeds. You can, you can watch Dan staring intently in the camera, or you can just pop this onto one, Jamie. Uh, pop it onto one, and Dan can, can roll back there with you. Uh, and have this be listed, brother. Because uh, right now we're just doing the video show for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, because it. they clicked the direct link, Jamie. Come on, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go public, brother. You gotta go yep. public with it. Uh, we got six minutes here. Uh, who, who's some of your sleepers this year? Um, some of my sleepers are uh, Royce Freeman. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a big year behind Philip Lindsay. Okay, and I think uh, I don't think Lindsey's gonna last the whole year, and I think he's a little guy, man. Yeah. He's got a lot of heart. 
He's got a lot of heart, but heart doesn't stop you from getting your fucking teeth smashed in, right? Heart doesn't stop um, balls, brother. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see. Anthony Miller, I think, is going to have a good year. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Anthony Miller, huh? Yeah. What yeah, about Lamar? Like, um, yeah. I, I don't think that's a sleeper, though. Everybody pretty much expects him to have a great year. I don't, right? I don't, I don't think like, Lamar Miller is that great. I, I think he's a f- uh, third running back, probably fifth or sixth round, something like that. Yeah. That's, what I, that's where I would draft him if I was going to. Me, personally, uh, I think Carryon Johnson this year. Yeah, Carryon Johnson. I think uh, is, is one of my fucking favorites. Uh, Detroit just cut Theo Riddick. Um, I, I'm really, really high on, uh, on Carryon Johnson this yep. year. And to me, because like, running backs are the thinnest in this draft, right? And that's why everybody, in all, in all the mock drafts I've done, running backs are going 1 through 12 really, really fucking quick. So, um, there it is. Jamie's live. Jamie's live on video. Finally. Go ahead and put us back on the twos. Yeah. Um, so put us back on the onesie twosies. But, but carry on Johnson. Uh, that, that's, that's how I'm looking in the, in the third to fourth round. Yep. Um, also, I'm also really big on, uh, that Alabama kid, Josh Jacobs for the Raiders. Yeah. I think Josh Jacobs might have a good year. I mean, we don't know how there's a rookie every, there's a rookie running back every year that ends up lighting it up. Yeah. And let's face it. The Raiders need a fucking running back. Marshawn Lynch retired. Um, he's out of there. Um, how do you, how do you feel about the Raiders as a whole? Um, I give them a year cause we don't really know. Like, he's got to install an entire system there, mm-hmm. and then they have to work on it, see what the kinks are, and then reset, and then probably go out and get some other players to fill the holes they need. It's going to be a year. But it'll be an exciting-ass year, I think. I think so, too. And I'm not as down on Carr as everybody else is. Uh, two, yeah, I'm not either. Two years ago, I mean, he was lighting it up. He was a pro bowler. He was he doing well, and they took numbers. away all of his fucking weapons. Yeah. Yeah, of course he had a goddamn bad season. Like, his season ended in 2017 with an injury. It wasn't yeah. because and he, he got wasn't hurt. great. And, yeah. and he, was, he, he had a lights-out yeah. year at that point. Uh, now with Antonio Brown in the mix, um, and I like this running back, uh, we're good. We're, I, I think the Raiders, here's my, here's my surprise pick this mm-hmm. year. I think the Ra- Raiders might be a wild-card team. I really believe that. Maybe, yeah. Um, that's that's there's my. A, there's a good chance of that. I that's think my, uh, that's my surprise pick this year. I don't think the, the AFC is all that, all that strong. No, the NFC is really, really fucking strong this year. Yeah, uh, you got a you got a ton of teams. And look, I know this is going to be a homer thing to say, right? And we're we're going to get to this when we do the uh, the NFL picks. But uh, to me, I think if the Falcons can stay healthy, they could fucking devastate this year. I agree. I, I just, I just saw Jones that, and Matt yeah. Ryan, and both. Julio's going to sit out all, all of preseason. He said, "Good," because um, I, I don't think he needs to play. He needs to be healthy for the year. If if the Falcons can stay healthy, they're going to be a great team. Saints are going to be a great team. I think the Rams are going to be a great team. I think Philadelphia is a great team. Yep. I think Chicago uh, is a great team. You, to me, you look at that whole NFC North with Chicago, Green Bay. And I think the Vikings are going to have I a think, big year yeah, as I well. And I, don't sleep on the Lions, man. Uh, with, with TJ, with that, that Hawkinson kid, yeah. and, uh, uh, and carry on Johnson. I, Matt Stafford, to me, has got all the tools. He's just so inconsistent. You don't, you don't know player. which Matt Stafford you're going to get. Man. No, you don't. So, um, uh, but that's a good one, yeah. I mean, I, and I think... Uh, and I, li- I love those receivers there. I like Kenny Galladay, and I like Marvin Jones uh, Jr. I yeah. think Marvin Jones Jr. can have a bounce back year. The, you know, he had a, an off year last year when the year before he was a breakout star. Yep. It was almost 50-50 deep balls. 
he just didn't get him last year. And I think this year, with a better running game, a better tight end, that's going to take a little bit more heat yeah. off of him. And I think he could set the world on fire. Matthew Stafford, I think, is, is worth a late flyer in these leagues. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you go two quarterbacks in this um, league? No. You don't, huh? No, and I'll tell you why. Uh, like, a lot of people do it if they think there's going to be a lot of movement in the first couple of weeks of the season, a lot of free agency or trades, because you can use it as a bargaining chip. Mm-hmm. But like I said before, go back and look at your logs historically of the past drafts that you've been in and see all the quarterbacks that were left in rounds 10 through 16, and then the quarterbacks that were left completely and weren't drafted at all. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. There's too much going on there to, to waste. Uh, I actually looked at some metrics. This guy has put together the last 10 years mm-hmm. of fantasy football scores, basically, by week. or by I'm sorry, by draft position, so mm-hmm. 1 through 16. Um, and efficiencies per position. So what's the most efficient like football position you can draft and the number one pick? And it's wide receiver and running back, period. And then there's steep declines. But quarterback peaks at like 3, 4, mm-hmm. and then again at 10. That's where the quarterbacks are taken, rounds 3 and 4, and then round 10. So it's data. I'm a fucking nerd, man. Yeah, you are. You are. Um, me, I go, I go all heart. So I'm all dick and balls. I'm all brethren on this. And I always, me personally, I always draft a backup quarterback. If there's a great one there, I take it. If not, I leave it alone. But I've had too many quarterback injuries that is completely fucked my fantasy football year. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't, if you have a shitty quarterback, that's it, dude. You cannot recover from that. Because uh, you, you can even recover from like streaming running backs. I don't think you can recover from a shitty quarterback. And again, that's why I beat everybody on the planet last year was Mahomes iced everybody. Yeah. Um, he did slow down the last during the championship games. And um, I don't know what's going to happen with him because, you know, is it going to be the May- Baker Mayfield sitch now that people have, you know, tape on them? What's going to yeah. happen with these guys this year? I don't know. Or later in the year, did they have tape on him? But Look, when man. we saw him at, at the Patriots, he was back uh, yeah. for that second half, and he looked lights out. Yeah. Uh, if, the, uh, if Baker Mayfield doesn't, by the way, have a monster fantasy season, it's only his fault. Yeah. Because he has got all the weapons that anyone could ever have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're getting ready to start here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whew, I'm, the nerves are setting in. Are they? By yeah. the way, one last sleeper, uh, Zay Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Buffalo Bills? Yeah. Look, uh, Zay Jones, you can draft him at your own risk. I want you to look up what happened to Zay Jones the last offseason. He ran through a hotel lobby door, glass door, buck naked. Uh, That is completely entirely buck naked. Was he uh, on drugs? It had to have been bath salts. There's there's video <laughs> footage of it, and his brother drug him out of there. I'm fine with that. Uh, so the, the the draft just started here. Our, our mock draft just started. Motherfucker, man. I got pick six. Who did you get? Um, Let's see. I'm seven. You're seven. Ah. Right in the middle of the butt cheeks. Man. these are, Look, we said before we went on air, man, six through nine, is that's called the swamp. Yep. So you're in the fucking swamp of it there. And uh, that's tough, man, because, look, me personally – I am dead in the middle. That means I've got to wait 12 picks for every single thing. In the, if you're six through nine, you've got to have a, almost a perfect draft. Yep. An almost perfect draft to survive. Now, for the people at home, if you're in the six to seven, because this, look, this happens to a lot of people every year, and I'm actually glad this happened to us in this mock draft, is you're hoping 
that one of these one through five picks, me personally, because I'm six, is an idiot. Is an idiot and, and goes homer and picks somebody uh, like a overreaches, you yep. know, picks a fucking quarterback or. And or, we don't know what's going to happen here because these we don't, are all, it's all strangers. strangers. Like, yeah. We have no idea what these people are like. Uh, we've actually been launching investigations into all you dickholes. Yeah. Uh, doing background checks. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> But yes. we know one of you dummies is going to drop Baker Mayfield in the first or second round. Don't, uh, don't, I, don't look. Don't I, do I like it and I appreciate it. Uh, and and for anybody else who's in an ESPN league, they also rank your players um, by best all the way around. You can go by position or you can go all the way around. I go all the way around just because I'm curious to see. They've got Saquon Barkley ranked number one in ESPN leagues. I don't agree with that. That team, I think he's great, and I think he's could be the running back of the future. That team is so fucking terrible. Yeah, that I worry about injury. Yeah, I, I also Overused worry for sure. I also yeah. worry about them shutting him down at the end of the year yeah. during the playoffs. I, therefore, I don't go Saquon Barkley, no. although I love him. He's a great player. He's just on a shitty, shitty team. Well, what about Zeke? Zeke. So Zeke is ranked number two in this draft. But he's also he's on a plane to Cabo right now. Yeah. That's that's dead serious. Yeah, uh, he's holding out right now. Yeah. Um, right before we got on air, ESPN had him getting on a flight to Cabo. Yep. Showed him getting on a flight to Cabo. He's Speaking phenomenal. He's a, look. He went to Ohio State, so obviously I love him and I yep. know everything about him. He's a fucking asshole. Like uh, who is a baby? To be honest with you, great NFL player. If you could just nuke out his personality, um, it'd be fucking the dream running back. Would be Zeke Elliott. I'm talking uh, some shit in the. Uh... In the draft chat. Yeah, you here. should. Um, oh, do you hear that sound? It makes God my dick damn hard, it, dude. Whenever I hear that, bim, 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 I get I get dick dick hard. Uh, they got McCaffrey at three. They got Kamara at four. I think Le'Veon that's Bell right. at five. Melvin Gordon at six. Unless they know something we don't know about Melvin Gordon, I I think he's going to sit out the entire season. I agree. Unless they, he gets a new deal, I don't think he's going to get a new deal from the Chargers, and I think he's going to sit out the whole year. And I, he's also friends with uh, Le'Veon Bell, yeah. and he you know there was some video of him last year uh, talking about what he thought was going to happen with Le'Veon Bell, and look, he said. Personally, man, I look. I love that he's sitting out the whole year. Mar- Melvin Gordon is twenty six. He's right around the same age Le'Veon Bell was when he was sitting out. Yeah. So he's got one more huge contract left. Um, I actually don't blame him. It, it, it appears to have worked out for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, you, so far you can't. I don't know if you guys can see it on the small screen there at home, but uh, I'll, I'll read off the first two yeah. picks. So Saquon Barkley did go number one yeah. in this draft, in this mock draft. Yep. And you know, look, God bless you. Um, that's fine and all. Uh, but I, I wouldn't do it. McCaffrey uh, went two in this draft. Uh, you love him. Uh, n- number two is not Look, bad. I, it, I still go Kamara one if the, I had the first The only pick. problem with McCaffrey is that there aren't more, and usually this isn't the case. Usually it's, there are too many weapons on a team. Like, for example, with, uh, with uh, God damn it, with Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. now there's so much competition for ball time. He's a fifth or sixth round pick to me. I agree. Yeah, well, at fourth at the fucking earliest, or at the earliest. Um, um, another yeah. another one that I don't agree with on ESPN's ranking system. Devontae Adams. Yes, yeah, number I, I agree. Number one wide receiver, Devontae Adams. I don't. I, to me, man, I go Michael Thomas, uh, Julio Jones, um, DeAndre Hopkins, OBJ. Like, there's a bunch of people I yeah. go before Devontae Adams. I don't. I don't know what they were thinking with that one this year. Because I don't either. Aaron Rodgers likes to spread the ball around. He's not a one receiver guy. <laughs> There's some guy he in does every year. shit. 
Cortland Young. Uh, I don't. He's not some. We don't know. We don't, we don't know who he is. He's a stranger. But he's, he says if you take Kelsey in the first round, you're a chump. You're a chump. That's. I, that, <laughs> I, I did like 90 mock drafts yesterday, and yeah. almost every single one of them took Kelsey in the first round. I, I get it. If he's there at the end of the first, tight ends are so fucking thin this year. There's about three, three elite tight ends. Yeah. Right. I'd say Travis Kelsey. Uh, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, yeah. And, uh, and uh, no, I'm not taking fucking anger. I'm not taking anybody from the Giants. Every year there's teams that I avoid. Uh, the Giants is my team that I avoid this year. Zeke went third. Yeah, Zeke went third, and that's fine. I, I, I understand that, and, and I like it. Um, I don't, I, I, I think, think that's Jerry a Jones, risky pick. I think Jerry Jones backs up the truck and, and, uh, and he, pays him. They've got a good team this yeah. year. And he's never been afraid to, well, look, here's no, the deal. No, he's never been afraid to spend. They're, they're not going to be able to make a trade. So, the the options for the Cowboys are sign him or not not have a good team this year. Right, like those are the only options. So I think they're going to sign him too. And right now, Kamara's still on the board here. And uh, at, at, man, at four, um, that is insanity, pure insanity to yeah. me. And uh, look, if he fell to me at six, it'd be a fucking gift. Him or Le'Veon Bell would be a fucking gift. Uh, my nightmare would be that uh, both of these guys get drafted right before me, and then I've got to make a decision on a, on a, on a wide receiver. Because yeah. I'm not going Gurley, and Gurley's ranked pretty low in these drafts. Right now, he's about the 12th best player on the board here in these drafts, and I agree with that because I don't know what's going to happen with his knee. I've been seeing him go... Uh, in the second round? In the second, like, yeah. you know, maybe a, a third or halfway through the second round, a yeah. lot of the mock drafts I've done. If he's there at the end of the second, I'll take him, but I don't risk that. If I'm, I don't risk taking him in the first round, and I, and I don't risk if it's a back to back sitch. Yeah, um, I just don't. No, there's there's no. I mean, look, I, you, honestly, you sexting with it over there. I'm looking at, looking shit up there, buddy. Nah, doing my homework. Shut it down. It should be all in your mind. No, that's how great I am, <laughs> uh, Dan. I don't. I don't. Well, see, you're gonna. I don't see you doing it this year. We'll see. I don't see you winning Alvin, again. Alvin Kamara is off the board. Kamara is off the board. And Melvin Gordon. Who the fuck took oh, Melvin Gordon? Oh, boy. That is a homer pick, and I'm see glad. That. So, and, and this is what we were talking about. There's a perfect example of, I hope, if I'm in the six hole, that somebody fucks up and does something stupid like this, yep. then I can get someone great. Yeah. Now, it's six, dude. It's a no-brainer that I'm taking Le'Veon Bell. Yep. Boom. And uh, I'm up next. So, my, my options for me... I skip Hopkins and Adams. Yeah, because um, right now in ESPN's draft, they got Adams right now as the seventh guy. Yeah, and uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not about that. I think Thomas and Julio Jones are the guys. I I'm agree. gonna. I'm gonna go with Thomas on this one because I think that Drew Brees is pissed off. Is gonna have a crazy year this year. Mm-hmm. But I also think Matt Ryan's gonna have a great year. Julio Jones is not a bad person to pick right here. Either one of those, uh, I think, is a, is a great yep. pick there. Uh, also, I don't look. I don't mind DeAndre Hopkins as well. Um, that dude puts up monster numbers every year. He does. I, I just you don't know when uh, when Watson's finally going to click. And like if he ever clicks and becomes the quarterback that we think he can be, yeah, holy shit. But dude. he's another one who went through the sophomore slump. Once people had yeah. footage on him, this is his third year, so maybe he's going to be better. Yep. Uh, and if you're wondering out there who I would have taken running back wise if I was going to go running back, I'd actually go James Conner. Oh yeah, I think James Conner's going to have a monster great. year. I think that's a that's another. Sleeper is uh, him and the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. Yep. So, so uh, David Johnson and uh, Hopkins are now off the board. So for me, look, David Johnson's ranked ahead of them, and I, and I get it, but I don't know how great the run the the Arizona Cardinals are going to be no. again, um, or ever again. I mean, they're going to be running again, the ball. They were awful last year. They're going to be running the ball a lot. Kyler Murray is not an NFL quarterback to me. 
Should you throw a flyer at him at quarterback in the last round? Maybe I would. because of his running yards. Yeah, and I'll tell you this. He's probably going to have a good first season because nobody's got tape on him yet. Or, or he's going he's gonna, to you know, run up. He's going to run for 150 yards a game. That's, so yeah, either we'll way. See. Like, I think he's going to have a good season this year, and it's going to be a fucking – it's going to be a red herring, basically. He's going to have terrible years after that. We'll see. Uh, Michael Thomas went to, uh, to D'Anthony. Yep. Uh, David Johnson went after that. DeAndre Hopkins after that. Then Devontae Adams. I, 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 I like that. Like, this is, this is what I would have done mm-hmm. wide receiver-wise. Uh, I understand all of these moves. Uh, the, the only reach thus far in the first round, because we're at the end of the first – was that reach on Melvin Gordon, man? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't either. But, I mean, who knows? What uh, look, if he comes to. back, congratulations. Maybe I just guy. don't think he's coming back, and I don't think the Chargers are going to pay him because he gets he, he's injured because he's he's a smaller guy, man. Yeah. Uh, he God bless him though. He runs like a fucking freight train. It could be that that whoever I mean, like a lot of people turn these on and this set auto draft just to see what the results are so they can go back and look at all the results. Oh yeah. So I don't I don't I mean you you never know if somebody's going to do no, something. No, that guy like was that. not an auto draft. Oh, that, I know. That was I'm a just, quick pick. Oh, some some other people just take they like intentionally fuck up the draft to see how everybody else will react because they expect in their draft somebody's going to do something stupid like that. Like there's a lot of I've I've been watching YouTube videos the last couple of yeah. days. There's a lot of strategy behind doing your mock drafts. Yeah. So if you're going on here and doing these things, do some serious ones, draft how you would normally draft, but also, fuck shit up a little bit and just see what the result. You're right over there. Yeah, I spit a little. Uh, I spit a little water all over myself. I get. I get. I get anxious. I get anxious when you Julio do. Jones went off the board. You know, I'm a Falcons and fan. And uh, Gurley went twelve. Mm, Gurley went twelve. I understand it. I, look, I understand it because you're starting to get thin on running backs here. James Conner is still available, and that's amazing. But how do you how do you pass up on Gurley? Uh, that's that's a tough one for me. It is, yeah. I mean, I would because he. This is the twelfth pick. That was the last pick in the twelfth round. Now he's going to get that turnaround pick, yeah, uh, at thirteen. So you know, here's when you can start to to stack a team. That's why I love these eleven and twelve picks, man. You get these back to backs. I mean, yep. he's got Gurley and Beckham. Mm-hmm. So he went Beckham after that. He went bang bang. Yeah, that's a good Gurley and, and Beckham. That's a that's a great start to your draft. Travis Kelsey. There he went. Uh, second pick in the in the the second round. Um, I, every mock draft I've, I've seen, he's going beginning in the second or end of end the, the first. first yeah. yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, I best, best <laughs> in the business in this draft. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a little scared to go tight end though with my first round pick. That's not enough for me. No, it's not enough. I mean, it's not enough points for me. Travis Kelsey's no. a, a different beast, obviously. And he's got Mahomes thrown to him. But, yeah. Uh, there goes uh, James Conner off the board. Joe Mixon. And Mixon, Joe Mixon yeah. after him. Look, Mixon's probably going to have a fine year. Um, depends on you know who he's dating at the time and whether or not he's going to knock her out. Wow, Dalvin Cook ahead of Tyreek Hill. Dalvin, I'm taking, Dalvin Cook is one of my sleepers this year. I, yeah, he's going to have Dalvin a good year Cook. for sure. I'm, gonna, so I hear, I'm here now, and I've got uh, Michael Thomas already, and I'm going to take Tyreek Hill. Ooh, that is... That's that is monstrous. My that man. is that is quite the the Oof. the sitch I've got now. Now I've got to go back and make up with running backs though. But there's still going to be running backs left. There's run- still going to be running backs left. Uh, right now I'm on the board because um, you took uh, Tyreek Hill. You took Tyreek Hill. Which yep. look, Tyreek Hill is going to have a monster year. Yep. You got a bruise quad today. He's probably going to sit out all of preseason, which is great for me. So it says best available <laughs> on on this board right now is Antonio Brown. 
uh, Juju, Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Evans, Mike Evans, all these guys going down. Um, right now, I look. I got to go chalk here on this one with Antonio Brown sitting there, yeah. just based on his his greatness uh, in Pittsburgh all of these years. And they're also going to have to rely on him a little bit too, a lot. So I, I'm I'm gonna and look, he's the superstar you traded for. Yep. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Antonio Brown right here. But there's some other good picks there. Like if you really wanted to uh, go running back, for, I think Fournette's going to have a good year this year. They're, they have an interesting team. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be crazy to see how it turns out in Jacksonville. This I know. Year. Nick but, Foles and, yeah. but we, we, as your, your quarterback. Because we've never seen him for 16 games. Fournette came in. He was out of shape last year. He got hurt. He was fucking lazy, and he was an asshole on the sidelines. Yeah. I shy away from him, but I, I'm with you. I think he has a big year. And, uh, you know, if he's there towards the end of the second, beginning of third, you'd be an asshole not to pick Fournette. Uh, and I'm fine with that. Reading off the next picks, Juju Smith-Schuster went after Antonio Brown. Uh, Keenan Allen went after that. Mike Evans and then Leonard Fournette. Boom. Yeah. There and I think go. and now now it's up uh, top players on the on the board right now. T.Y. Hilton, Amari Cooper. I would take either one of those guys. And, I, I'd and go T.Y. Hilton over Amari Cooper because I think Andrew Luck's going to have a big year this year. I think, yeah. And uh, I look, I love Amari he's Cooper. He's more accurate than Dak. Though. Correct. Like and, he just says. I love Amari Cooper. I think he's great, but he's, you know, he doesn't have Andrew Luck there. Therefore, I would pick him ahead. Um, and if you're, you're following along at home, uh, Leonard Fournette was the end of the second round. Beginning of the third, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb could have a great year. I don't know what's going to happen when Kareem Hunt comes back. Yeah, or if uh, what's-his-nuts, Jones. But I had Nick Chubb. I, he was a waiver-wire pickup for me last year in three of my leagues, and yeah. he absolutely dominated. He destroyed it, yeah. Uh, second pick in the, in the third round, Zach Ertz. So now two of the top three tight ends are gone at this point. Um, and then T.Y. Hilton went after that. I, I agree with that pick. Uh, that's that's great for the third pick wow. in the third round. That's a homer pick right there. Josh Jacobs and Amari Cooper. Or uh, I'm sorry, Josh Jacobs got taken ahead of Devonta Freeman. Yeah, yes, and Amari Cooper. But look, Devonta Freeman has been injured. He has, but he's not right now. He hasn't looked great for the last, even though the, the, the last half of the season before, he didn't look that great. Josh Jacobs is a huge sleeper for me this year. Yeah. And uh, this is where he should be going in fantasy football uh, drafts right now. So uh, Amari Cooper was after that, and that's uh, round three, pick four. And then uh, your, your boy, Brandon Cooks, Yep, uh, which is great. I think third he's going to have a good year. I think it's a little round? high for him. Yeah, he's a fourth or fifth five. round guy. Yeah, but that's, you know, he's going to have a monster year, I think, man. Um, he's one of those guys who everybody sleeps on him every single year, and yep. all he does is fucking deliver. So we'll see. Um, Right now, I'm on the clock, and since the top – look, uh, I, hate to, I hate to do this, but since the top two tight ends are gone, yeah. Ertz and Kelsey. This is your last chance to get one. This is your, this is your chance, and it's, and it's George Kittle. Yep. George Kittle's the, the third best tight end in this draft. But he had a, a monster year for me last year. Yeah, he was great. And uh, I'm taking him this year, especially with Garoppolo back. Yep. So I'm going to take him in the third round because that, that's – after that, that's it. Yeah, for, that's pretty much it. As far uh, as top-tiered tight ends that are producing like wide receivers. Those are the three for me. Yeah. That uh, do so it. I'm up now, and look, I've got two wide receivers right now. There's no great tight ends on the board. So I'm looking at running backs right now. Devonta Freeman, like you said, has had some injury problems. I actually had uh, Derrick Henry on my list. 
Before you make this pick, let me ask you this yep. here. Because um, I, I, I did this uh, in, a, in a few leagues last year. Mm-hmm. Is there any thoughts you going three great wide receivers? Because Adam Thielen's still on the board here, and so is Julian Edelman. Is there any thoughts to going three massive wide receivers and saying, fuck it? There is, because uh, you can rock that flex all year. All year long, dude. And yeah. I mean. But, I mean, once you get past this next level of running back, I think the disparity between running backs in the second and thir- or third and fourth rounds are bigger than the wide receivers in the third and fifth round. Okay. Does that make sense? So who are you going with? So here? I'm going with Derrick Henry right here. I think gotcha. Mariota can't throw the ball. I think Derrick Henry's going to have a fucking great year. So there we go. I don't mind the pick, and he's the only guy there this year, right? Yeah. No, that's that's it. And he's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna get uh, you know a lot of touches out of that backfield. He looked great at the end of the year last yeah. year. Uh, he was a waiver wire pickup for me in the playoffs. And fuck, man, what do you have? Two hundred yards and two out of the last three games. I mean, yeah. it was monstrous. Absolutely fucking monstrous. Uh, see, so Devonte Freeman went off the board after. Uh, Derek Henry. Again, this is round three, pick eight uh, in this mock draft on ESPN. I, I understand Devonta Freeman. Um, me personally, I'd probably go up and, and draft on Johnson over Devonta Freeman at this point. Yeah, I don't know what that guy's board looked like, who he already had. I, I don't either, but uh, Marlon Mack is there too, and a lot of people are projecting him to have a big year. A lot of people are high on the Colts this year. I think the Colts are going to have a good season. So do I. So if, if Luck can stay healthy with T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack and those guys, mm-hmm. man, it could be a sexy year in Indianapolis. Yeah, for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Right after that, uh, Julian Edelman. Finally went off the board at pick nine in round three. Damian Williams, another one uh, who I think is going to have a great year. He looked fantastic last year after uh, Kareem Hunt got kicked off the team for kicking someone else. Yeah. That was nice. Well. Real nice. She may have had it coming. I mean, she allegedly called him the N-word. I think, well, right? I, I wasn't there. Uh, Adam Thielen went after Damian Williams uh, at pick 11 in the third, followed by Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones I think could be a great running back. Green Bay will never fucking hand off the ball to find out. So I don't know what's going to happen with him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, if he can catch passes in the flat, then yep. he's, he's going to fucking score you some points this year. Yep. Because there's no better quarterback on earth. Uh, right after that, Robert Woods. Um, you know, great, great wide receiver yep. for, for the Rams. A.J. Yep. Green, who is out six to eight weeks with a torn ankle li- ligament, and he's going to miss week one. Yep. So remember that. And yep. then finally, at the end of the fourth round, Pat Mahomes yep. went off the board as, uh, as the first quarterback taken. Yep. Uh, top of the fourth. Yeah, and I've got uh, – so my lineup so far, i got Derrick Henry, Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hill. Marlon Mack is sitting up at the top of this draft. I don't think there's any question about that. I'm going to round out my fucking top four right. skill positions and uh, take Marlon Mack. I think he's going to have a fucking monster year this year. Mm. on Johnson went off the board after Pat Mahomes and Stephon Diggs. Yep. And then you took Marlon Mack. All yep. right, I'm sitting with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Antonio Brown and Jorge Kittle. Um, right now, for me personally, on the board, we've got uh, Cooper Cup, who's coming back from an ACL injury. He's not going to be back for a while. That's top ranked on the board. Yep. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is after that. Alshon and I don't, Jeffrey is too hit or miss to I me. Don't, and it's not just him being hit or miss. I don't take a, an Eagles receiver because I don't know what homeboy is going to do there. And now he doesn't have uh, Foles as a backup. No. So if he gets hurt again like he does every goddamn year, yeah. they're fucked. Kenny, Kenny Galladay is on the board. Uh, James White, uh, Sony Michelle is there. Chris Carson, Philip Lindsay. Uh, for me personally, at this point in my draft, I have a great tight end. 
I have a, a, a one wide receiver and I have Le'Veon Bell. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna dip back into the the uh the running back sitch here and go look, I, I draft this guy every single year. He yeah. puts up 15 points every single game. Mostly on catches. Mostly on catches. He catches seven to nine balls yeah, a game. For 80 yards. Yeah. Right? Every game. At, at every single game, maybe runs for about 20 yards, and that's James White. Uh, from the New England Patriots. Uh, every year this guy comes comes to ball out, and uh, I've never had a, a disappointment with him. He's not sexy. Nobody knows his name. Matter of fact, if he took off his fucking helmet and walked in the studio, I wouldn't know that yeah. it was James White, and I've drafted him <laughs> for four years now. Yeah. For four years fucking straight. Uh, after that, uh, Sony Michelle went off the board. Cooper Cup uh, went round four, pick nine. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, round four, pick 10, and then Kenny Galladay, who, look, I think Kenny Galladay is going to have a monster season, man. I think those are all good picks except for Alshon Jeffrey. He, to me, is a sixth, seventh round pick. Same. I, I don't believe in the Alshon Jeffrey hype. I believe in the Eagles hype. I think if Wentz stays healthy, it's going to yeah. be a great team. But uh, Well, I think if he stays healthy, then Jeffrey probably has a really good year. But you can't count on either one of those Probably things. They're two. One guy is inconsistent. The other guy can't stay healthy. To it's me, Alshon Jeffrey is too dependent on the deep ball. And, uh, you know, they got Deshaun Jackson there this year. Yeah. Who is been better at the deep ball than. Yeah, a lot better than pretty Alshon much anybody. Jeffrey, so. <laughs> He's one uh, of the best at so the we'll deep see. ball, actually. Uh, Chris Godwin, another sleeper this year, man. Uh, I drafted him last year, and I was, I was a little too early on that. Uh, he had a decent year, but not a great year to mm-hmm. be a, to be a starter. I think this year he's got a chance to be a great starter or a great flex. And he went at the end of the fourth round uh, out of Tampa Bay. Uh, after that was David Montgomery, the uh, running back out of Chicago, who's new there this year. Uh, Chris Carson, running back for Seattle. Ugh. Look, the the Seattle running back situation to me has always been a goddamn mess. Yeah, they got Penny back there. They got Chris Carson. I don't know who the real starter is. Um, I'm I I, st- I steer clear of anybody from Seattle, um, running back stitch wise. Uh, but I think I think Seattle might have a decent year this year. Yeah, uh, Doug Baldwin had to retire. Uh, after that, Philip Lindsay is off the board. Uh, that's uh, look. That's a great running back for for round five. Yeah, it is. Uh, that was the third pick in 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 uh, round five. And then Mark Ingram. Look, Mark Ingram's probably going to be the guy in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson can't throw where the shit. Oh. So he's going to we'll be handing off happens. the ball a lot. Yeah. I, Mark Ingram's a great pick in round five. So there's still some running backs left. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, Tariq Cohen from Chicago. Right. And now now I'm back on the board here. And uh, look, they're showing me a, a, a lot of of. Wide receivers here. Tyler Lockett out of Seattle. He's fine. I always shy away. I still don't believe in Russell Wilson. I never have and I never will. And this is just a personal thing. Yeah. Tyler Lockett probably is the guy here to take. Sammy Watkins is right after him. Tyler Board. Tyler Boyd is there. DJ Moore. Uh, Allen Robinson. But then I'm going to slide on down to, to, to 57. Calvin Ridley yeah. is still on the board, and he was fucking awesome last year. I think with the second year in that system with Matt Ryan and that yeah. familiarity, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go down and take Calvin Ridley because I don't think he's going to be there the next round. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draft him here. It's a little early, but I don't think he's going to be there because I get the sixth pick. Yeah. So I'm going to take Calvin Ridley and, uh, and go fuck myself. Um, and that'll give me that gives my lineup right now: Le'Veon Bell, James White, Antonio Brown, Calvin Ridley, and George Kittle. Who are you sporting here through through five rounds? Because you're on the clock right now. 
Um, so far, I've got Derrick Henry, Marlon Mack, Michael Thomas, and Tyreek Hill. Okay. So that's a, doing it's a pretty decent well. squad, yeah. Now you got to look at uh, where are you missing players? Like, are there going to be good wide receivers for your bench as you move down this list? Mm-hmm. I don't have a flex yet. Uh, but you also, like, keep in mind, there are, like, little subtle things about this. So look at your board and then scroll down the number of picks before your next pick and to see who's visible on that board now because this plays a role psychologically. And I'm looking at it right now, and the first name that pops out to me is Deshaun Watson. Right. It's a little early for a quarterback, but I know that he's not going to be there when I come back around, so I'm going to take him In this next round? Yeah, he won't be there. Somebody will. Somebody will see him on the board and take him, and after I take Deshaun Watson, somebody after me between me and 66, the next pick, will pick pick Aaron Rodgers or Matt Ryan. Probably. Probably. Um, to me, that's a, that's a little bit of a reach right it's now a early, for, yeah. for, for Deshaun Watson. It's a little it's, early, but it's a, it's, I'm trying to fuck with people and start a run. <laughs> no, for real. I want people to see me, and this is a legit strategy. I want people to see me pick a quarterback and think, oh, shit, I've got to get a quarterback now because there's only two great ones left. Right. And by the way, uh, in, in this, the round five, the pick before me went Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's about in all these mock drafts. That's about where he's going is round five or round yeah. six, and that's a fucking steal, man. It is, yeah. Because to me, he's got he's got some of the best hands in the business. Um, I, me along with the rest of the world is is looking forward to 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 Jarvis Landry and that new Cleveland offense. So we'll see. That's a great pick. Uh, right after me, obviously, you were pick seven. You went to Sean Watson. Yep. Tyler Lockett went after that. Uh, then Tyler Boyd, the battle of the Tylers. Um, Evan Ingram went. Is he the best tight end on the board at this point? Probably, uh, because the Giants yeah. is pretty much the only option the Giants have. Sterling Shepard is out with a broken thumb, game one. Corey Coleman tore his ACL, and then they had another fucking receiver go down. Yeah. And they've, they've had a bad, ugh. bad time. They're the, Evan they're Ingram the, is the only the person Falcons. they can throw to. They're the yeah. Falcons of this year of the preseason. Um, so I'm up again and I've got a quarterback now. Now I'm looking at my flex position because I don't give a shit about any of this other stuff. The question is. Uh, Sammy Watkins puts up a lot of points. Mike Williams puts up a lot of points. Well, mm-hmm. Mike Williams, there's three other receivers there in L.A. that he's in competition with for the ball. And I don't know how it's going to go this year. Right. So I'm going to lean away from him. I'm looking at Lamar Miller right now. I think, uh, man, I, I had him on my board. If he's available in the fifth or sixth round, mm-hmm. take him as my, as my backup. As a running as back. My, as my third running back. Yeah. So there we go. That's a great choice in this round, um, being this late to get a starting running back uh, out of Houston. Houston As your RB3, yeah, that's Houston, a really Houston good could be great. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm on the clock. Um, so I'm scrolling through this board right now. Best available, Sammy Watkins, uh, Robbie Anderson, Mike Williams, uh, Miles Sanders, the running back out of Philadelphia. Oof. It's a little much to no. me, their uh, hombres. Uh, Tevin Coleman, LaShawn McCoy, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan. Uh, Will Fuller, five. Um, and then uh, Marvin Jones Jr., who, look, I think is a, a great sleeper, and I think he's going to have a, a bounce-back year this year. Um, I'm hard-pressed at this point in the draft because um, we're, we're now into round six uh, to pass on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, actually, you know. Aaron you- Rodgers sitting there in, in, in the sixth round um, is too good for me to pass up at this point. Yeah. And uh, I don't have a quarterback. I have two great running backs. I have two great receivers and a great tight end. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. Here you're you're going to take round. him instead of Matt Ryan. Don't you think Matt Ryan has more weapons? He does, but it's Aaron Rodgers. And, yeah. uh, you know, 
as far as touchdowns go, he's he's the guy, dude. I'm not. I'm. I I will always probably go Aaron Rodgers over Matt Ryan, no matter what. So Aaron Rodgers is off the board. I drafted Aaron Rodgers. Not bad for the sixth pick in the sixth round. No. Um, because I look, I, I wasn't that amped with the players that that were on the board. Uh, OJ you Howard, st- you started a run there. Off, I did. Uh, Baker Mayfield went after Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Sammy Watkins went after that. Matt Ryan went after that. Andrew Luck went after that. I started a massive run. Yeah, and I think to me, this is where quarterbacks should, should start to be drafted. Yeah. Um, at this point, so that's that's what I was trying. This is a mock draft, obviously. That's what I was trying to do in round six. Yeah. Or in round five, rather. Uh, but it didn't happen, and I did it. And again, yeah. if you're at home, you should probably only listen to me. And <laughs> Dan, you should just really, really shut out. Because he didn't win any leagues last year. Whereas yeah. I won almost every single league I played in last year. Uh, after Andrew Luck, Miles Sanders uh, went off the board, the running back from Philadelphia. Will Fuller, five. I love Will Fuller, five, man. The problem is he can't stay healthy. Yeah, If he can have one healthy season... Him and uh, DeAndre Hopkins could set the world on fire in Houston. Um, Robbie Anderson went after that. Robbie Anderson is another guy. He's the James White of wide receivers to me. Uh, Always dependable. Has about 1,000 yards, even on shitty teams. Um, With Darnold, with back and Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is going to open up that passing game, man. Mm -hmm. And Robbie Anderson could be a great pick. Uh, Great value pick there in, in, in round seven. Uh, at, at pick two in round seven. Jared Cook went off the board uh, right after that. Uh, in case you don't know about Jared Cook, he uh, went to New Orleans this year. Yeah. Signed with New Orleans in the offseason. That's a decent pick it there could be, for, for Breeze. That could be a game changer for his whole career. Because he, look, I drafted him last year when he was playing in Oakland, and uh, he had a pretty decent season mm-hmm. with Drew Breeze, who uses his tight end a lot. Yeah. That could be a big boy move and a, and a really, really great sleeper as far as, as, as tight ends go. Uh, Mike Williams went off the board after that, and then Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron, man, another guy who had a great year last year. Yeah, in and he's in uh, Indy, so we'll see what happens. Uh, he, look, he was in Indy last year with uh, Andrew Luck. Um, I had him in two of my leagues, and he put up some big boy fucking numbers, dude. In two of my leagues last year, Dan, this is the first time this has ever happened mm-hmm. to me in twenty years of playing fantasy football. I started two tight ends for an entire season. Eric Ebron and George, yeah, and George Kittle. Um, I Ebron was a backup for me, and I drafted George yeah. Kittle. Uh, I was not exp- expecting Ebron scored a, a touchdown every fucking game. It felt like, and I just couldn't bring it upon myself yeah. to bench him. I've never done that before, and uh, I ended up winning one of those leagues with with, with a two tight end set, which is ne- I, look that'll never happen again. But uh, I am on the clock right now, and uh, I got to tell you, I think I'm going to go Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, he might have a great year this year. Speaking of uh, Arizona, uh, Christian Kirk was on my board to pick up later. What what are we in, the fucking seventh round right now? Yes. I think it might be a little early for him, but he's up here, and I don't see anybody that looks that much better. Pardon the interruption. I had Tevin Coleman queued up. Um, and so uh, it, it, I got Kevin, I got Tevin Coleman on the mm. team. Uh, That's he not was, a bad pick. He there, was in though. my queue. Yeah, I, I needed him as a backup running back, and he's in San Francisco this year. So we'll see what happens there. We'll, we'll see they, what happens. They may there. end up having a really good year with him, Kettle, and uh, yeah, uh, an actual healthy quarterback. Fitzgerald is in my queue. After that, uh, look, if you have a guy 
who's in a fucking air raid offense like that. Yeah. I think Fitzgerald could end up having a good year. So yeah, I like Fitzgerald. Uh, I like Kirk cause he's younger, same team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, Fitzgerald's probably going to catch more of the shorter passes. So he may end up making more points with less work. Uh, we'll see what happens, but I'm going to go with Christian Kirk right here. Uh, another sleeper, man. A lot of people are high on Christian Kirk yeah. this year. Um, He's definitely my sleeper it, list. It, it depends on uh, how homeboy plays, Kyler Murray plays. That's what I, I just think he's going to have a good first year, and then they're going to get tape on him, and he's going to start getting fucking wrecked. Yeah, That's Marvin Jones Jr. ended up going after that. Sterling Shepard, uh, look, he's only out week one, so yeah. with that broken thumb. Uh, Corey Davis went after that yeah. from Tennessee, the only wide receiver, I feel like, in, yeah. who's in Tennessee. Uh, Cam Newton. Um, went off the board. Then Golden Tate, who's uh, out for games. Yeah, yeah, out for games for uh, fertility. He's the he's the wide receiver. We were thinking so about. here we are now, and uh, I'm back. So I've got, uh, ooh, what is this? Yeah. So I've got um, Deshaun Watson, Derrick Henry, Marlon Mack. Uh, I've got Lamar Miller in my in, in my flex. I've got uh, Michael Thomas, Tiger Kill, and Christian Kirk. Um, I can go either way. I can go running back. I could go look at one of these tight ends, uh, and I'm actually going to. I'm going to take uh, Njuku, however the fuck you say his name. Njuku. I think he's the last good tight end on this board. I think he's better than Vance McDonald. He's going to have a much better year. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to dancing with Vance, dude. I'm going to pop him right here. Mm -hmm. Fill out my starting lineup. Uh, Njuku, dude. He 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 could have a great year in Cleveland. Um, There's look. There's that ball's got to go a lot of places up there. Yeah. Here's not all right. So again, queued up for me was Larry Fitzgerald after Tevin Coleman. Yep, and uh, I'm going to give it a shot that Kyler Murray is going to be throwing deep ball again. That coach uh, Kingsbury, yeah, is believes in a in a college air raid yeah. offense. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, man, is the one that's going to benefit from that, and Christian Kirk. Yeah, it, I think they're both going to have super fucking good years. I think they're going to put up eight nine catches a game. Probably. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm 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 going Fitzgerald in this one, and I hope he goes out with a bang because I think this is his last year. It might be, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, he never got a real shot at any kind of championship because he played his whole career there in that shithole. Well, yeah, I, he he had one, you know, yeah, when the one, Pittsburgh but... Steelers came back. I, I wish they would have traded him to a to a contender. That was I, was that the year that the Steelers uh, offensive coordinator became their head coach? Yeah, I would have loved to see him in New England to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, that would have been great, a great man. fit. I mean he may still go there after this year. Who yeah. Knows? Uh after Fitzgerald was uh Richard Penny. Again we're in the eighth round here. Uh pick eight. Vance McDonald. A lot of people are expecting a lot of big things out of Vance McDonald this year. Uh the tight end for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Daryl Henderson went after that. The uh the Rams running back um, apparently they're handicap or uh, cuffing. They're they're cuffing uh, Gurley, which is a smart move, man. Yeah, Latavius Murray's after that. Who's uh, he's the backup running back in New Orleans this year. Switched over from the Vikings. Uh, Naheem Hines, the running back, uh, backup running back in Indianapolis, went after that. Jordan Howard. I think Jordan Howard, man, could surprise some people in Philadelphia this year. Yeah, if if anybody in Philly can stay healthy and throw him the ball, mm-hmm. then he may have a really good year. Trey Burton went after that, the tight end for uh, Chicago. Again, round nine, uh, pick two. If I'm not Peyton mistaken. Peyton Barber. I, look, if Peyton Barber, uh, <sighs> he, he got a million touches last year and yeah. had 58 yards per game. If he can figure it the fuck out, he could be good. Um, I, I think they're they going to have got Jones there. So there's going to be, be a backup this year. There'll be more solidity on that team this year. 
Ah, first defense is off the board here. In round Round nine, nine the that's, Bears. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's a homer pick. That guy's definitely from Chicago. Uh, if, if you're going to if you're gonna sneak up and take a defense, mm-hmm. right, in, in nine, uh, the Bears are the ones to do it because, look, they haven't slowed down, although they did lose their defensive coordinator. He's now the head coach of the Broncos. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. And uh, Carson Wentz uh, went off the board as well. Um, I am on the clock here, and uh, I've got Aaron Rodgers, Le'Veon Bell, James White, Antonio Brown, Calvin Ridley, George Kittle, uh, Tevin Coleman, and then I got uh, Larry Fitzgerald here. Um, best available on the board here. Uh, man, uh, one of my big sleepers this year is Curtis Samuel. Uh, I think Curtis Samuel, they don't have a lot of great receivers in, uh, in Carolina. Yeah. Uh, this is also a, eh, partly a homer pick because he's mm-hmm. a, an Ohio State guy. But uh, he catches a lot of balls, catches a lot of, of those in- intermediate passes, and I think he could put up some big numbers this year. Uh, just ahead of him is Nikhil Harry. I think he could have a great year this year. I heard he, he was not that great in, uh, in camp so uh, earlier on. So I'm going to go Curtis Samuel, and um, that'll put you on the board here. <laughs> Uh, but Samuel, man, I, he's, he's got the opportunity for a big, big season. Yeah, I, th- I agree. I think there's a couple of guys that might have big seasons. If Denver can turn it around, Cortland Sutland's probably going to have a good year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if anybody gets injured at all, Kiki Cootie from Houston's going to fucking... Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> he's going to get some touches. Uh, he'll, he'll definitely uh, be targeted quite a bit. Um, and then Deshaun Jackson, I think... I know, man. I, it, look, I, he's just so explosive that it's hard not to take him right here. And so, every year he ends up having a fucking decent year if he can stay yeah. healthy, man. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him because I think they have more options in Philly than they've had in the past. Mm-hmm. And he's not, there's not going to be so much pressure on him. And uh, with Ertz and, uh, you know, with uh, what's his nuts? Um, Who's his dick? Shit. What's the guy's name? The fucking running back, that young running back from Philly. That oh. just got that just came off the board a minute ago. What's his name? Fuck, man. I don't remember his name. Anyways, he, you know, they they're gonna be able to spread the ball around a little more. And I've already got plenty of talent here, so I'm gonna fucking pop this little fucker. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson. And uh, at home, by the way, when we started at the the top of the draft with quarterbacks and saying how deep it was at quarterback, just to to prove that point, uh, Dak Prescott is, is still on the board in this round. Drew Brees was still on the board. Roethlisberger was still on the board at this point. Yep. Uh, so, Tom Brady still on the board. Russell Wilson still on the board. Jared Goff still on the fucking board. Um, yeah, it's hard to uh, turn some of these down. So a couple of guys that I had on my uh, on my list for sleepers. Royce Freeman was one of them. Yep. And I'm looking at him here in the midway through the tenth round. I think that's a good pickup. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you like you said, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray still out there. Jared Goff. Tom Brady and we're going into the 11th round now so I'm telling you don't I know I did it because Watson was there and I was trying to start a run and you did it in the, in the following round and you did start a run but if I'm you, an amazing if, human if you don't get involved in any of that you can still pick up one or two of these really good quarterbacks later in the fucking draft 100% and we're, we're in round 10 and I, I'm on the clock here um, with Le'Veon Bell and uh, and my, my boy White here um, I took Tevin Coleman as well uh Look, here's the round where I, I don't know how long Kareem Hunt's out for. Here's the round I, I go for Kareem Hunt, yeah. hoping that he returns to glory and that he's just as good as he was for Cleveland. 
that he was in Kansas City. So I'm, I'm going to take Kareem Hunt here. Um, and this is in the 10th round. And I, look, that's where he's been going. Uh, I've seen him go 8, 9, and 10, yep. Kareem Hunt. And, uh, you know, I'm going to stash him away on my bench. I feel pretty confident with the, the, the running backs I got. And, uh, some, oh, man, a kicker went off the board, which is awful. Uh, which, awful. Which, Justin Tucker. Oh, it, somebody is, always goes up and gets Justin he, Tucker. Not, Justin Tucker got drafted uh, after Kareem Hunt. Um, look, Justin, is Justin Tucker the best kicker in the business? You bet he is. It is way too early to go for a fucking kicker simply because they don't put enough points on the board. No. That is a last-round pick. Jesus. Uh, like one game a year, your kicker is going to have a blow-up game and, yep. and win you a game probably, but that's just one game, man. Yeah, that, that's crazy to me. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm up next here, and uh, I'm, I'm looking at best on the board here in round 11. And uh, – Look, Kyler Murray's still there. Tom Brady, I obviously have a quarterback, so I'm not going quarterback. Deshaun Hamilton. Uh, this Marque- Marquez Valdez Scanling. They're expecting a lot. They're calling him MVS, dude. Yeah. In certain crowds. And I'm like, man, that's, that's, a, that's a lot for a nickname already for you. You know? It's kind of early. Kind of early for yeah. a nickname. See what but uh, I like it because I, I think it's, it's only him and... Uh, uh, fucking Devontae Adams up there. So yeah. um, I, I'm, I, I think I'm going to have to go that route as far as best available. Uh, tight end-wise, Greg Olson's still out there. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, really interesting. But I'm going to go Scanling here and um, for Green Bay and put him in there because I, I think he's going to have a, a decent season as well. Yep. And now just I've got in case a, one of these that that fucking turd, yeah, Devonte Adams gets hurt. We'll see. I mean, it's uh, uh, and I'm also pairing him up with Aaron Rodgers as well. Yeah, so you uh, get those double points. Yeah. Correct. Nothing I love than double dipping, dude. Discount, double check. Uh, so now I'm looking at uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. I can't. And Tom Brady are at the top of the board. I've already got a quarterback, so I don't care. Right. Um, Deshaun Hamilton's a good player. I don't know what's going to happen in Denver. I expect big things out of either Pittsburgh or Indy this year, maybe mm-hmm. both. So we've got James Washington, and we've got Devin Funches. I think uh, Indy's going to have a better year than Pittsburgh. Yep. So I'm going with Devin. Uh, I think he's going to think he's going to have a good year. Plus, it matches up with a bye week right. for me. So it makes sense. Uh, flying off the board here, uh, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, uh, Foreman. The running back out of uh, Houston. Yep. Carlos Hyde was not aware he was still alive, but he is. Um, <laughs> Matt Breida, look, I, he had an, a bunch of injuries, yeah. but uh, he, he can be amazing yep. if he can stay healthy. Uh, that's just staying healthy. DK Metcalf rounded out the uh, round 11, by the way. I don't know how you feel about him. Um, I don't. It is turned back around to me. No, oh, I'm on the clock now. Ooh, uh, is that you? Yep. <clears throat> You are on the clock, sir. So I'm going to take a kicker. <laughs> um, let's see who's left here. Uh, we're in round 12. We're in the middle of round 12. Um, Defensives have started flying off the board. Another trend yeah, here. Yeah, so I'm uh, looking. Jaguars, Rams, Bill, Bills are off the board. Vikings defense off the board. Saints off the board. The Bills for the second year in a year last year had the best run defense in the league. I know. Uh, they had a shitty offense, which is <laughs> why they were the, always on the fucking field. The Kyler worst. Murray went uh, round 11 yep. in this, this league, in this mock draft. Uh, I am looking at defenses now in round 12. I think a lot of these, and it's part of this because it's on auto draft. A lot of these are going to pop off the board before I get to them now. So I'm sure. going gonna, gonna to take the Chargers right here. 
You're taking the Chargers defense. Yep. Okay. I like that defense. Okay. Uh, for me, because of the trend of defenses going off the board, and I don't have a defense, yeah. uh, I, now, I, now I'm stuck, essentially. Yeah. Or else I'm, I'm dealing with uh, the fucking shit heaps. Yeah. The fucking b-holes <laughs> um, of, of the draft. Yep. And uh, here's best available defenses. Patriots. Patriots are just okay every year. They're serviceable. Yep. Nothing sexy. They're not going to give you that big game. You got the Colts. You got the Broncos. The Broncos always have a great defense. The yep. problem is they might not have a great offense, and that defense might be on the field too much. Yep. Uh, here's where I slide on down. And, uh, and I go Hart. I go J.J. Watt and the boys, and I take the Texans' defense. Um, and then I hope Clowney plays and uh, uh, doesn't sit out. Um, I also think they will pay him. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Texans' defense here. Uh, my sleeper defense, by the way, um, is uh, the Falcons. Uh, and I'll tell you why. If they can stay healthy. Healthy, yeah. They were they all were great. dead and last Dan year. Dan Quinn is now taking over the uh, defensive play calling for the Falcons defense this year. Uh, he was the, he was the head of, he was the defensive coordinator of the Seattle Seahawks. Um, how, how many, they gotta uh, stay healthy. how many, oof, how many guys on their defense were out for more than like eight games last year? Yikes. Like four or five, right? Major pieces yeah. were out for eight games or more. I think I don't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. the exact number, but it was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was fucking brutal, man. Right around week three or week four. I remember on the show I came on and I said, the Falcon season is over. Everybody at home was like, man, you really get off the bandwagon quick. I was like, it's not a bandwagon. I'm a diehard Falcons fan and I always will be. Yeah. But I recognized how, how many injuries were piling up for those guys and you just can't come back from that. Yeah. Um, cause there were season ending injuries. It wasn't like, ah, oh, so-and-so was out for two weeks or high ankle sprain or whatever. These guys were out for the year, and I was yeah. like, you can go ahead and write this team off, and that was it, and I was correct in that assumption. Uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll be able to do it this year. Tom Brady, by the way, went off in round 11. Pick 10, round 11. At the end of the 11th round, Tom Brady went out. Um, that's, a, that's a bit of a surprise. Now is when, when the, the draft starts flying here, flying by. And uh, I'm, I'm about to be on the clock. To me, uh, this is where I like to go. Uh, round 13 is where I like to go back up tight end. Yeah. Because uh, if, 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 if you lose your starting tight end to an injury, you are colossally fucked. Um, and the, the, the best available is uh, Greg Olson. Greg Olson's always pretty solid. Yeah. yeah if he can stay healthy. Uh, so to me... Greg Olson's a no-brainer here as, as a backup tight end, and uh, I'm going to take uh, Greg Olson here in the 13th round, and hopefully he can stay healthier. Look, or hopefully Kittle plays all year, and I don't have to fuck with this guy. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so Greg Olson is off the clock. Uh, no, another one of my sleepers this year is uh, Paris Campbell. Yeah, maybe. Out of Ohio State, man. He was like, he was like Person Harvey. Uh, to us yeah and uh, in that offense and because he'll probably end up playing in the slot or out of the backfield uh, in that offense he's going to catch a lot of fucking balls from Andrew Luck yep you put that guy in open space and he's fucking gone man Um, and I know he's uh, ranked 137 on here I would pray that he's around and I would scoop him up but uh, there's no there's no way he's going to be you're on the clock here at round 13 Uh, yeah I'm looking down the list um not seeing anybody that really stands out that much to me. Um, 
I liked Greg Olson. That would have been my pick right there, even though mm-hmm. I don't usually draft two tight ends. You don't. It's use, It's so weak this year, though, like maybe even more so than last year. You kind of have to. Um, I, th- I, like, uh, I like Jordan Reed, and here's why. Oh, I, look, I, Jordan Reed, talent-wise, should have been in the Hall of Fame. He's got Dwayne Haskins throwing to him he this year. He cannot fucking stay on the field. I know. Uh, but, but, yes, if that's your backup tight yeah. end, a hundred percent. Yeah, go, so go I, Jordan Reed. Because like, that's big risk, big reward. If he stays healthy, he's one of the best to, to do it. Yeah, and I, I like him because he's he's got uh, Dwayne Haskins throwing to him mm-hmm. this year. Dwayne Haskins, a big guy, doesn't move around that a lot, so he's going to need that tight end catching balls. Yep. So I just it just makes sense. Paris Campbell went off the board in round fourteen. Yep. Uh, first pick in round fourteen. That's uh, man. It's a great pick to me, man. Uh, that's where I would take a flyer on him as well. Yep. Uh, he's still a rookie, and it's the first year in the league, and they got T.Y. Hilton and the boys and all that shit. But uh, if used right, he could rack up a, a lot of points in a PPR league. Yeah. Um, and this, look, this PPR is, is what we're all about. Uh, you were back on the clock in round 14. What are you looking to get here? Uh, I'm looking for anybody that stands out that, some, that slips someone's mind. Uh, I, I think... Uh... Jameis Winston's a pretty attractive pick right here. Yeah, and it, look, this is the last year in his contract. Yeah. A lot of people are expecting big things out of Tampa Bay's offense yep. this year. So I, I would take him, and this isn't a real draft, but I'll, I would take him right here probably, even though I usually wait around for quarterbacks. Somebody like that, that that has the potential to have a super explosive year. Sure. May as well take a flyer on him in the 14th round. Why not? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go through and just see here who the uh, best – uh, wide or uh, running backs are Kalen Balage, Dion Lewis, um, man, uh, Jamal Williams, uh, Giovanni Bernard, uh, Ito Smith. Ito Smith, man, is uh, is a guy to me that if Devonta Freeman goes down, yep. he's the dude, and he looked really fucking good. He looked pretty in good. Short yeah. spells last year, so uh, I might take a flyer on him. I'm gonna also look at the wide receivers since I've got two tight ends. Sewn up in that butthole. Uh, Kenny Stills, man. Kenny Stills puts up the stats every year. Yeah. Uh, Fitzpatrick, they said, is the, is the guy in camp right now. Adrian Peterson's still down there, too. Uh, Adrian Peterson is. He's 500 years old, and he's in debt. <laughs> yeah. So he he's he's have, running for his life right now. He's literally running for his life right now. He I don't think that's a terrible pickup, either. Money. And then uh, quarterback-wise, um, here's who's still on the board. Lamar Jackson and these guys. Uh, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Garoppolo, Josh Allen. Uh, I think I'm going to squeeze on down here and grab Ito Smith uh, in round 14 in case uh, Devonta Freeman looks like shit again this year. Yeah. So I'm back on the clock. I got two picks left. No kicker. Uh, but who gives a shit? Well, come on. Almost. Almost. No, you're going back on before. Ah, I read that wrong. right. I'm going back on. Uh, so here, this is round 15. It's, yep. it's 16 round draft. Uh, I always. Always take a backup quarterback. Yep. Uh, some people don't. Some people like to stream quarterbacks. I do. I, I feel that if, if, uh, if you have a shitty quarterback, it could fuck your entire year. Uh, therefore, um, I, try to, I try to go QB. Uh, this year, man, I'm going to go because uh, uh, Kirk Cousins is on the board yep. here. And this is, again, 15 out of 16. This 15th round, 16. Kirk Cousins is still on the board. I think he's going to have a, a pretty decent year. Uh, Sam Darnold is, uh, is on the board. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back from that torn ACL. Josh Allen 
statistically, fantasy football-wise, was the best quarterback in the league the last four games of the year. He's going to be running the ball a fuck ton, uh, but he's not that accurate of a passer, and they got him zero help at the wide receiver position this year. Derek Carr could be a sleeper this year. But to me, my backup quarterback is, uh, is actually going to be Matthew Stafford. Um, I think with uh, the, the tight end, I think Marvin Jones is back. I think yep. Kenny, Kenny Galladay is going to have a good year. Stafford is one of those guys on a bye week that could put up 30 fucking points out of the blue, and I'm going to draft Matthew Stafford as my backup quarterback this year. And that is in round 15. Kyle Rudolph went off the board. Uh, Lamar Jackson yep. went off the board in round 15. Mohamed Sanu. Mohamed! He's a good guy. Um, so I'm looking down this list just based on, oh, man. It gets so, it gets so thin here. Ah, doesn't it? Um, Are I, you up in 15 right now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm up. I, need a, I could use another running back. I don't really need one. Um, and there's going to be, look, there's only a couple of picks left. There's going to be running backs left in free agency after this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the point where you could take flyers. Like if Duke Johnson gets traded to a team that really needs a running back, he could be pretty good somewhere. Uh, I wouldn't waste this pick on him. Maybe if it was the last round, I would right. do it. Um, Jimmy Graham's good. He could be trade bait for somebody. If he actually starts having a good year, that's not a terrible pickup. Um, but I'm going to go with, uh, God, where the fuck was it? I missed it. I'm going to go with uh, this Chris Thompson kid mm-hmm. uh, because I think Out all, of Washington? Yeah. I think everybody in, in Washington is going to get killed. Like, I think everyone's going to have injuries. They just have a history of having injuries. Yeah. So I think he's going to get some serious playing time um, somewhere towards the end of the season where maybe one of my better running backs is out because he's sitting out because he's on a good team. And this guy's going to be getting, getting reps. So there it is. Giovanni Bernard as a, as a handcuff here uh, in, the, in the 15th round is not a bad pick for somebody else. And Jimmy Graham, man, I'm surprised to see him go at 16. If he, again, if he stays healthy, he's, he's, he's the guy in, in uh, Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, man, that's... Uh, and this is the last pick of the draft. Just going to take a kicker. It is. Ah, uh, yeah, you are. You, so you are going to take a kicker. I mean, as well, there's, early, right? there's, uh, it depends on what, what else, but I feel like I had a pretty good draft here. I don't see any big big problems mm-hmm. like if i felt like man i need one more running back i'd probably skip it and then pick one up in free agency after spring after camps and uh and uh you know preseason and shit but i may as well just take this shit and get it over with uh and this is round 16 this will complete my draft i'm also going to take a kicker here and uh out of the kickers available a lot of people like to pair up their quarterback with a kicker yeah um so that way you're getting extra points uh, Mason Crosby's on the board. Obviously, my quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Jake Elliott is on the board here. Um, and then there's just a bunch of slap dicks after that, obviously. Uh, Steven Hauschka. The Hauschka of pain is on the board here. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Mason Crosby and team him up with, um, with Aaron Rodgers so that way I can, I can double dip off of points here. You're definitely going to score some touchdowns here. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take Mason Crosby, and that will round out uh, my mock draft. Um, out of curiosity here, let's see who the last pick was. Aldrick Rosas, Rosas. for the, the kicker for the Giants. 
Uh, right before that was Ryan Suckup, uh, the second to last pick. Ironically, he was the last pick in the draft in real life. He was Mr. <laughs> Irrelevant. Now he's the second to last pick there we go. in fantasy football draft. And this completes our 2019 mock draft. Uh, D'Anthony, why don't you read off your team to me here? Sure. Uh, I've got uh, Deshaun Watson, Derrick Henry, Marlon Mack, Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hill, Njuku, uh, Lamar Miller. I've got the Chargers defense and Matt Prater. And then on my bench, I've got Kirk, Deshaun Jackson, Royce Freeman, Devin Funches. Uh, I've got Reed as my backup. Jordan uh, Reed. Tight end. Yeah, Jordan Reed. And I've got Jameis Winston. And then uh, I've got Thompson as my uh, fourth running back. Okay. Um, so, like, I, my team could kick the shit out of yours. We'll and, see. Um, and it's great. I'm going to read, I'm gonna read off my, my full mock draft here. Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback. Le'Veon Bell is uh, RB1. RB2 for me is James White. Uh, wide receiver, Antonio Brown and Calvin Ridley. Tight end, George Kittle. Um, eh, I just want to go flex gold on my neck. And, uh, that's uh, Post Malone. Um, now I get uh, Tevin Coleman. Uh, in the flex here, Texans defense uh, is my starting defense. Mason Crosby is my kicker. Larry Fitzgerald uh, on my bench. Curtis Samuel. I'd probably throw in Curtis Samuel as my flex, to be honest with you, looking at it. Uh, Kareem Hunt, whenever he comes back, I've got him stashed away for, for the playoffs because let's face it, with this team, I'm definitely making the playoffs. Uh, MVS, that everybody's calling, uh, Scanling out of uh, Green Bay. Yep. Uh, Greg Olson is my backup tight end. Ito Smith is uh, my backup running back in case Devonta Freeman shits the bed. And then Matthew Stafford is my backup quarterback, D'Anthony. Um, how did you feel about the draft and how it played out in your opinion? I feel like I don't want to be stuck in the middle of the fucking draft order. No. It sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. It sucks. And you really, really have to focus um, when you're drafting, and I know that sounds completely fucking lame, but it's true. When you're stuck in the middle of the pack, you don't have a choice but to make the best picks on the planet yeah. because you don't have that turnaround in any of these rounds. And if you, you might have to take a chance here and there too. Yeah, because if, if you're, if you're one, onesie twosies there, yeah. boom, you're, you're going to get that back in the second, third round. If you're 11-12 in the first, boom, you're, you're going to get two great players in that. And, uh, you know, I feel like with where I drafted, I was fortunate to get Le'Veon Bell at six. Because uh, I still think he's going to have a monster year. I think you'll have a monster year after week four. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, because he's still got to get his legs underneath him. Yep. Um, but uh, with <laughs> Darnold, um, I, I think he's going to be handing off the ball. And I, I think he's good to go. James White is always fucking solid. Yep. Nothing sexy out of him. Again. 14, 15 points a game. No, I think he might actually even have Nothing a better sexy. year this year than he did last year because... There's not 90 run, running backs there, yeah, and, and Sonny Michelle is gone. Yeah, well, Michelle's... He's, he's there, but he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not... And, and, and look... What, what happened? He got hurt, right? I think he got his knee scoped or something. Yeah, yeah, something. Like so. two weeks ago, maybe. And then... Uh, you Check know, on that, because, uh, look, we could be incorrect, and he could come back and be fine. Who knows? But, Gronk, uh, Gronkowski's gone, so that, that play where... Uh, a big dude lines up in the slot, mm -hmm. catches a pass. That's going to be James White now, probably. Yes. So and, and, I mean, and Tom Brady is he loves him. ninety years old. Yeah, he's going to be throwing a lot of those short, intermediate passes. Yep. Him and Edelman are the guys that are going to benefit the most on that yep. team uh, from that. Antonio Brown. Look, man, if he's if he's still Antonio Brown, he could put up some big numbers. Yeah. The only thing that scares me is still the fucking Raiders. Yeah, 
and that team's a, a fucking disaster. Well, I mean, it, it was could a disaster be last year. It could be great. Yeah. Uh, but but best available on the board at that time. Again, with the fucking sixth pick, and I have a choice. Yep. I'm stuck with that. That was the best available pick there. Calvin Ridley. Uh, I'm amped about that, and he could be. He could be my 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 first wide receiver on this could team. Could be, yeah. You don't know yet. I, I, I mean, don't know. With I that. expect Matt Ryan's going to have a big ass year. Same this year. man with Julio Jones and, yep. and Calvin Ridley, and with Julio sitting out all the preseason, all these balls now are going to be going to uh, to fucking Ridley. So uh, I'm good with that. Kittle, man, I, Kittle's a fucking beast. George Kittle, man, I had him last year on three different teams. Monster. Uh, Tevin Coleman up in San Francisco as well. Depends on what the injury situation's like for the for the rest of those guys, yeah. but uh, he was great in Atlanta. He could be great there. We'll see if if he's given an opportunity. Yep. Texans defense. Look, JJ Watt's always good for a few sacks. Um, you know, uh, I feel pretty okay about the the Texans defense uh, at that again at this point in the draft at six. When you go on a run of defenses that was ahead of me, yep, you get stuck. You got stuck. Same with the quarterbacks. And some of this stuff won't happen, by the way, that you saw today, guys. Because if you auto-draft in our fucking league, you lose your team. Yes. So a lot of this stuff, when it, when it goes on auto-draft, the auto-draft automatically, automatically selects the top-ranked player, regardless mm-hmm. of what your team needs. So yeah. a lot of this shit won't go down the way it did, so don't get thrown by that. But you can, there's, it is absolutely part of the psychology of fantasy football that you can start and end runs based on the way you select picks. Like if there's four running or if there's four wide receivers in a row selected and you don't, you don't absolutely need one. You should probably take a running back or another position there. I agree to stop that run. Plus there's more like the farther you go down the draft, the better value you're going to get for a different position at that player. Cause people weren't drafting that position. It's just basic fucking statistics. So keep an eye on that shit because it's important. And if you're, especially if you're in the middle of the draft, you have to make great picks then you have to rely on some of these tips and tricks. Yeah. Um, so rounding out mine was Mason Crosby, uh, <laughs> kicker. I obviously teamed him with the Aaron Rodgers. He had a little bit of – he had some issues last year. He had but some I think, yips at the end of the year. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it was I weird mean, to see. Look, he's, he's been doing this for a while yeah. now. Yeah, he, he, I think he's be been fun. solid for many years. I, again, I, I teamed him up with the Rodgers. With a kicker here, if, if he has a slow start, you can ditch him and pick up another kicker. I mean, yeah. there's 90 other kickers There will be at least two kickers matter. that no one's heard of before that will be putting up major points this season yes, anyway. So who gives a shit? And it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald is ran, rounding that out again. I'm hoping that college air raid system uh, yep. benefits these guys. Curtis Samuel, uh, Samuels is one of my sleepers. And then uh, Kareem Hunt, I am stashing on my bench for whenever he comes back and decides to stop striking women um yeah one every year i feel like i, I get a wife beater on my team yeah well maybe yeah maybe is it the oj simpson yeah. enemy? maybe could be maybe we've got some questions here on the uh on the youtube fire away so jordan wenzel is actually trying to get into the uh the shitbag league what are mm-hmm. we calling that one the rejects league the rejects yeah. yeah uh he's in baghdad right now so I'm, I'm going to select him a spot just for being in overseas right now. Okay. Uh, and uh, we'll move on from that. Uh, so <laughs> Jordan says uh, he's deployed three months on, three months off. And he's asking about the Black Rifle Coffee Club. Can you pause the three months you're gone? Uh, he doesn't need his wife and her sex trophies getting the hookup without him. Um, first of all, I love that attitude. That's great. Uh, secondly, which is not a word, you can definitely pause for as long as you want. You just have to keep logging in and pausing it. Or if you just call somehow 
the Black Rifle Kai. I don't know when when you're home. Call them and let them know that you're going to be gone for those three months, and they'll go ahead and and skip those for you, and then they'll restart it whenever you call them back when you get back to the states. Okay. Um, let's see. Braden Wayment says, if Antifa went to the black hole, it would be bad. What's the black hole there? What's he talking about? I don't know. The, the, like an the, actual the black, black hole? hole? No, Ta- we, oh, he's talking about the Raiders. Uh, yeah, if, if, if they went to the end zone of the Raiders uh, against the guys in the black hole. Oh, at, the at, black hole. You're yeah, talking yeah, about those knuckleheads. Yeah, but that, they're going to be in Vegas this year. Is that going to travel? No, they're, they're, this is their last year in Oakland. Oh, it is their last year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next year. Next year, I'm looking for. Look, I'm looking forward to them to go to Vegas. Yeah, uh, that's I'm, be I'm amped amazing. about that. But uh, yeah, I, look, if Antifa went there, they would get their fucking dick bags handed to them. I would love to see that. I've actually, so I went to see uh, the Packers play uh, the Raiders in Oakland, and I wore Packers gear, and I got some heat for it. I got to tell you. Yeah. Uh, I was openly booed by groups of people, and then they, you know, bought me booze afterwards. So they're pretty. They're actually really friendly for the most part. It's not like San Francisco; you get your fucking head caved in. Apparently. Yeah, it's weird, man. I I feel the same way because I've been to, I've been to a Raiders game and yeah. uh, everybody's really friendly. They talk a lot of shit, but they're like, but it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's a fun, fun atmosphere yeah. and it's fine. Uh, and somebody said the Falcons going to the big show, uh, the Super Bowl. I don't know the defense. two weeks. Two weeks, we will have our NFL way too early predictions for the NFL season, and we will be betting on them uh, live on, on air. Again, all of these are going to be live on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to be doing that NFL special in, in two weeks. Uh, I, I'm not, I, don't, I, I don't have a lot of con- – I don't think the Falcons can win the Super Bowl this year. I don't year. think they've got a good enough defense to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but I think they'll, they'll definitely be a playoff team unless there's injuries. Craig Dulesky. Uh, where's where's George Kittle from Iowa? Look, I, there, Iowa there doesn't is, exist. You piece of shit. I, there is no debating that Iowa has become a tight end factory. Uh, two tight ends from Iowa got drafted in the first round this year. I I get it. I'll I'll give you that. They're to, they're a terrible football team, but uh, uh, to me, Iowa is they, they I, pound out the fucking I, hits. I think I've said this. Iowa is Atlantis. It's a made up place. Yep. that doesn't exist. It's probably at the bottom of the ocean. I don't believe that it exists, and I don't believe that Craig Dulesky exists either. <laughs> Sean says, I uh, love the shirt, Dan. This is actually led by Iron. Yeah, it is. Uh, one of our, uh, our good, good friends of ours, there, great t-shirt company. Speaking of that, there's some, uh, some stickers coming out for the Summer, summer Swayze. Summer Swayze yeah, stickers, yeah. Soon, they did the so Summer Swayze shirts. They did yeah. these uh, Vandenham 2020 shirts. They did the original Gene Vandenham shirts. Go to ledbyiron.com, L-E-D-B-Y-I-R-O-N for those shirts.com. Those guys are great. We love working with them. Uh, let's see here. The next question. Um, are you guys Giants fans at all? No, I, I'm not. I'm not a fucking look. Look, because I and, and this is, uh, here's why I like this question, because I'm not one of those assholes who's like, I have my favorite team. I don't like any other fucking teams. Yeah. I'm not going to ruin for root for any other team. Now, we if love watching team, the Chiefs play 100 percent. If my team is shitty or, or they're out of it or whatever. Yeah. I will. I yeah. I, I enjoy watching football. That I will root for other teams. Mm-hmm. Last year was the Chiefs for me. That was the the funnest team that I watched play, and I rooted for the Chiefs every Sunday. Yep. And uh, especially I enjoyed at the Super Bowl, Falcons right, were out week four, and I and I love them. I still you know went back to, for a Falcons game yep. and all that stuff. But the funnest team to watch in the NFL for me was the Chiefs and yeah. the Rams. Probably after that, yeah. We, and I enjoyed watching all of those. games. We were definitely rooting for both the Chiefs and the Rams in the in the Super AFC Bowl. and then the Super Bowl, respectively. Yep, for sure. I mean, those look. I get it, Patriots fans. I get it. 
Okay. Yeah. I get it. But it's <laughs> fucking boring, man. I don't want to watch Khabib fight. I don't care. Just tell me what happened. Somebody else just wrote in. They said, uh, Odin All Father just wrote in, the Patriots are winning their seventh Super Bowl. I'm calling it. I, uh, no, Maybe. I am not. Are you, are you think you're ready to make that call? I'm not. I'm no, not no, no. I don't, I don't think they will, but I think it's a possibility. I just don't think they have enough receiving talent. They don't have Gronkowski this year. I don't, I don't think they have it this year. I, th- I think that's going to really fucking hurt them that they don't have yeah. a, a great tight end. Yeah. All these years, they've had a, a great tight end. Uh, I think it's really going to fucking hurt them this year. Aaron, I do not think. Aaron Garcia do says, do you all think uh, the Giants should drop Eli? I think they should have dropped him before last season, to be honest. Like He, he should have retired Look, already. I, here's where I'm going with the Giants, okay? Don't even get me fucking started on the goddamn Giants. They should have drafted Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. They, fuck, they had the sixth pick. They took fucking... They took a guy... You, Josh... You, you want to talk about overreaching on a fucking pick since they, we're doing a mock draft. <laughs> they overreached about nine rounds on the kid out of Duke. Uh, and there's to, only six rounds in the and draft. And he looks identical to Eli Manning. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Physically, he looks identical to Eli Manning. Awful, awful pick by the Giants. The Giants are, are going to be the Browns. Now, yeah. the Giants are the Browns. Yeah. I think we can safely for, say that. For a while. Yeah. Until they fucking figure it out. I, I, think, I think you can go ahead and print those t-shirts. The Giants are the Browns. Um, <laughs> for Eli himself, look, man, it's his, this has got to be his last year. There's no way he plays another year after this, He's right? 38 this Unless year. Unless he right? goes to the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would that be? He's got to break his neck first, though, I think. Yeah. Then go to the Broncos. I, I, think, uh, I think Eli... Uh, look, man, I think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and I know this is unpopular. And two rings. It. Two rings. And, and, and look, go look at Eli Manning's stats. He's, yeah. almost, he's in the top 10 in almost every single category yeah. of quarterbacks uh, of all time. And I don't know how you deny that guy. No. Has he looked shitty the last two years? Yes. But who's, who's protecting him, too? He's got no offensive line. He hasn't for two years. This has been a fucking shitty football team for years now. Yeah. And uh, if I'm Eli... I would have retired at the end of last year unless she's trying to get one more big paycheck. I would have, I would have if I were the Giants, I would have forced them out. Look, you've got Saquon Barkley. You knew they, he they was going to. You knew he was, no, fuck him. Bench him. You knew he was going to be great. They did last well, year. Well, yeah, halfway through. But yeah. like, you knew, you knew Saquon Barkley was going to be great. And you know, based on what Le'Veon Bell did and these other guys coming up the next couple of years, what they're going to do, that mm-hmm. dudes are going to fucking opt out in their last year that rookie contract or, and try, they're going to sit out or they're going to do something to try to get a ma- major contract. You may only have another two or three years with this guy, with yeah. Barkley, yep. unless you fucking build a team around him that's going to convince him to stay there. Yeah. Right? Um, it's fucking dumb, man. No, nah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a team to me that's yet again sold another year yeah. to get another draft pick. But if you're, if you're drafting you know, at pick seven, the, the kid from Duke who would have been there in the, the fifth round, that's it's you're throwing it all the way, man. Um, I don't know. Fucking uh, Junior was what's his name? God damn. It. I still don't trade OBJ. I mean, that's fucking dumb. No. Man. Well, I mean, OBJ didn't want to be there because. Because he, he was felt, holding up the brand. He felt disrespected <laughs> yeah. or some shit. I don't know. He's a fucking idiot when he opens his mouth. Great yeah. football player, but uh, kind of a, a fucking yeah. piece of shit is a Mel Kiper believed in that kid from Duke. He thought he was the best quarterback in the draft. That's crazy to me. That is fucking absolutely crazy to me. Um, the next question, where, where do we stand on Kyler Murray? You, you got it exactly right, Jordan. He's going to have a big first year, above average for sure, and then he's going to fucking suck afterwards. I do not think so. Uh, I think he's, he's going to have a lot of running yards. Um, he's going to chuck the ball high in the air. Um, 
because teams don't have a lot of game tape on him, yeah. he could have some good games, but I think the Cardinals are going to be shitty. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets hurt. Uh, I could see that. Yeah, he's a small guy. Small guy, like man. Five nine. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets absolutely butt crunched. These are the by same someone. conversations, by the way, we were having about Russell Wilson when he got drafted, and he turned out to be one of and, and the better Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and Baker too. Well, I, we'll I see still, about him. Well, I, I I've got an unpopular uh, opinion on Baker Mayfield. He's going to win the MVP this year. Drop. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. You man. think he's going to get knocked out halfway through the season? Don't I, you? I think Game Three is going to get a broken collarbone. Game three? Mm-hmm. That's real specific. Did you, did you Nancy Kerrigan, this guy? Did you pay somebody to break no, his collarbone? I think Aaron Donald's going to fucking break his collarbone game three. Has he been talking shit to Aaron Donald? No. Aaron Donald's a nope. monster. This is just a, a fucking being. complete Rostradamus prediction. Uh, he's, just, he's a little guy, man, and I, and I think you, you run around like that and people got game tape on you in your second year. You're yeah, gonna they, know, they know where that blind spot is. They're going to hit you. That's what I think. Um, um, let's see. Let's see. The next question is, what do we think about uh, Nikhil Harry? I, I, look, Nikhil Harry was a fucking sleeper for me this year. I yeah. thought he was one of the best running or the best wide receivers out of the draft. I heard he did not look so great in camp earlier in yeah. spring ball. When you, when you go on a team with a guy that's been playing for 18 years, the biggest thing is that the guy who's been playing for 18 years likes throwing the ball to you. Because mm-hmm. there, there are plenty of quarterbacks that have their favorite wide receivers for whatever reason. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's a personal relationship. Maybe it's the way they run their routes. Who the fuck knows, right? But not having a good camp, that's not a good sign. But who knows, right? Who knows? We'll see what happens. It, it's, it's super early in camp, obviously. But I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this uh, to answer that question, honestly. In fantasy football, I, I, throw, I throw a 13 or 14 on, on Harry. Uh, because I mean, look, I, if I he works out, he works out. exceptional. Yeah, yeah. And look, with Edelman, again, running those intermediate routes, you've got to have somebody who's going to go up and, uh, and yep. get those 50-50 balls deep. Yep. And he's the guy. I wouldn't be surprised if he had seven or eight touchdowns this year. Nikhil yeah, Harry. I can see that. Um, so that, that's what I feel about him. Uh, Zeke's holdouts, thoughts. I think we talked about this Jerry earlier. Jerry Jones will back up the truck yeah. and uh, end up paying him. I don't know if, look, as a player, Zeke Elliott is fucking phenomenal. He is. And, but as the fact, a human, the fact that he's holding out is, is whatever it is, but the fact that he's going to Cabo and making a scene about it, that is the part that would t- make someone like Jerry Jones tell him to go fuck himself. Look, and as a human, Zeke Elliott, because he went to Ohio State, and yeah. Urban Meyer, I, say what you will about Urban Meyer, he was the best at hiding how shitty people were as humans. Go, go back to Aaron Hernandez and all those until guys. Until the end, yeah. Well, until they leave. Yeah. And then you can't protect him after that. Um, he protected Zeke at Ohio State. He leaves, and now you've got a shit ton of money. You're a superstar in the NFL. You're you know, top five draft choice, and, and you're great. Uh, he's made the worst off-the-field decisions, and it keeps happening over and over and over again with this guy. To me, man, I, if Jerry Jones doesn't pay him, it's going to fuck their year up, yeah. the Cowboys. I mean, they're going to punt for a year if, if he doesn't get them. Yeah, and they've, and rem- and they've got a good team. I think. Remember, they, they got uh, what's-his-nuts from, uh, from Green Bay. Who? receiver Randall Cobb yeah so they've got like Mark they they got all kinds of weapons over there they do but you still need Zeke to make this offense work so my my gut tells me that that Jerry Jones backs up the truck and pays this fucking guy do we know what he's asking for money-wise should we I like if I was Jerry Jones I go out to the press and I'd say look man I'd love to pay you I'd love to pay you as the highest running back in the league because you're you could be a, a first ballot hall of famer yeah however you were a fucking asshole 
yeah. as a human being. And every time you step off that field and go out, some some fucking problem is going to creep up. You've already yeah. been suspended for, you know, six games and all this other bullshit. And then what? He goes to this concert three or four months ago and pushes the the security guard or the police yeah. officer, whatever the fuck it was. Like shitty human, man. Why doesn't Jerry Jones just hire five giant human being uh, to follow this guy around everywhere? I, you know, and if anybody gets near him, they just like they take the charge. It's funny you said that. You know who he did that with? Des Bryant. For years, he protected Des Bryant, and that's all he did. He had a full security team, Des Bryant, at his house. Everywhere he went, the security team went, and they basically kept that motherfucker inside of his house. They should do the same thing with Zeke Elliott. The problem is his dad, he's got normal parents. I don't know why he's such a cocksucker, but um, he's got normal parents, and uh, you know they said no to that, I guess. But I know, I know that's been offered to him. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, John Trammell or Trammell. Eh, Trammell, like Alan Trammell. Trammell. Yeah. Hall of Famer. How about the Panthers with the addition of McCoy, six time All Pro? <sighs> Panthers seem to be good every other year in this league. Yeah, which would make them good this year because they suck last exactly. year. Exactly. And it depends on the health of Cam Newton. Yep. Um, Cam Newton. It's not just his physical health, by the way. It's his. And when I say mental health, I don't mean he's crazy or anything, but he loses focus in games a lot correct and i don't know if it's immaturity you can't say immaturity forever was he 26 now he's, fu- he's he might be older he might yeah. be 27 or so 28. like at some point you got to fucking you're either the guy or you're not right yeah um so look if you go on the every other year theory the, the panthers might be decent this year yeah um the, the, the i don't think the issue is talent no it's, the problem is it's, it's, it's all on cam newton and whatever's going on inside of his his mind yeah yeah and it's also the fact that they're in a division with the falcons and, and the, the saints. saints i mean yeah. that's tough man it's I tough mean, but but it's doable and uh that defense always comes to play keekley you know is always fucking great yeah. he's probably gonna get his 90th concussion this year <laughs> you can always chalk that guy up for one <laughs> One hard concussion where he's yeah. crying and then getting carted off the field. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he'll be the guy that uh, has Parkinson's at fucking 38. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, look, I, a, I couple, on, a couple of things got to click for those guys. I mean, Greg Olson's got to have a good year, stay healthy. Cam's head's got to be in the right space. But a couple of things click, and then they're a fucking 12-1 team. You know what I mean? So it's, we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't know what their strength of schedule is. Let me look at their schedule right quick. Well, you know, two games are against the Saints and two are against the Falcons. Yeah. So that, that's going to be tough. Shit, right they there. open up against the Rams. Yikes. And they, a, they, they, play, they play Houston. They get to play Tampa Bay twice, which could be good or bad. We don't know yet. We, uh, we don't know. Look, that, that offense on paper for Tampa Bay looks, yeah. looks deadly. Yeah. But they um, got to play the 49ers, who are, who are probably going to be good. They got to play Green Bay. They got to play Atlanta and New Orleans twice. Oof. They got to play the Redskins. We'll see about that. But they got to play Indy and they got to play Seattle. I don't know about the Panthers this year. That's a tough fucking That's schedule. That's a really, man. really tough schedule. Jesus. And, and again, shit. we'll cover this on the NFL show in two weeks. Uh, we'll go through all the schedules in our teams and our over under for win totals. Uh, last question. I know this is uh, uh, Odin. I know all of this has nothing to do with fantasy football draft. What do you think uh, about Robert Kraft donating 100 grand to Jarhead's Motorcycle Club? To memorialize the seven vets who were killed. I love it, man. I love Robert Kraft. Same. He's an, he's a rich old dude. Doesn't say mean shit to people. Doesn't say racist shit. He doesn't do stupid shit. He got no. he got a handy. Most most Leave liked owner in the NFL. Yeah. From what everybody is by said. the pl- by his players. By, by for his, sure. Yeah. By his players yep. and other owners. Yep. Um, a lot of these negotiations and these back and forths. Yep. 
Robert Kraft has been the voice of reason who steps in yep. and takes care of it. If yeah, there's yeah. other owners that are bitching, he does great shit like this off the field. To me, the fucking hand job shit, I don't, I don't fucking care. care. I don't and that care. could have been any one of us on any given Sunday. Literally. I'm burning <laughs> it. It happened jersey. to him on Sunday. Um, uh, well, uh, no, it was Saturday, right? Because it was the day before the. No, no, it was a Sunday game. We were at the game. Yeah, but it was the day before the no, game, right? He got, it was the he day got of the game. Yeah, and then he got on a private jet. <laughs> good good brother. brother. Hey, that's the dream. All you motherfuckers that don't like him, you're just jealous that you didn't, one, own a private jet, and two, get a hand job <laughs> that only took 11 minutes or whatever the fuck it took. 14. 14 minutes. In and out, that time code on the, on the, the door was But 14. he had to sign in and shake hands with the person and clean himself off. I would say the handy itself was somewhere around 11 minutes, probably. I don't think the hand job. It's, I think because he had to un- undress. So how that, long? How long do you think it takes Robert Kraft to get his dick? Three out? minutes, man. I three think minutes. Three minutes. He is came he dressed he like somebody from the 18th century, where he's got seven layers of clothes? Probably. <laughs> I think so. Is he ever seen? He's, he's always in like nice suits and shit yeah. like that. So yeah, I, I'd say I'd say it was a three minute handy. Do you think like Barney uh, Stenson? He wears a suit pajamas like yeah, underneath pajamas it. to bed yeah, yeah <laughs> but it's sure. a suit with a tie on it for sure but but robert Kraft's <laughs> one of the best owners in the league yeah i and, love that uh, guy you can't deny how great the patriots have been and yeah i look he's one of my faves shit like this man he, he probably does this all the time to yeah, be honest with you and, and doesn't say anything in this you know he's not out looking for attention you know all up in the videos dancing um he's not suge knight no. Like, like he's not Jerry Jones. For I mean, they, sake, they, so. he and Chuck Knight look a lot alike, but that's where the comparison <laughs> ends really for and me. By the way, even during the, the Meek Mill shit, when he was in prison, he came down to help try to help out Meek Mill. He's a man of the people, dude. Well, you know what we haven't talked about? And this is off topic. We haven't talked about Donald Trump trying to help out some of our friends in hip hop. ASAP Rocky, dude. <laughs> ASAP free ASAP brother. <laughs> That trial started today. We need to make. What, would you guys like to see? Uh, or you got a rain today? Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. we're gonna get off this show now. We're gonna cut this out. But uh, comment here or go in the sports group and let us know if you would like to see a shirt with Donald Trump's face on it and it just says "Free ASAP." Because <laughs> we might be able to do that. I don't know might might be able to free ASAP, know, Rocky. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, D'Anthony, this yep. was fun. Um, good. Yeah. To everybody out there who's who's uh, serious about fantasy football, if you're a fucking junkie. Go to ESPN or CBS or, or, or Yahoo or whoever your, your, your league is in and do a mock draft, man. It really, really fucking helps. Because, again, when you're at random, the same way as you'll be on draft night more than likely, you can see how hard it is if you get six through nine or how easy it is if you get one through three or the back half of the draft at 11 and 12. Yep. And it, it'll really, really help determine what you're going to do so you don't fucking choke and freeze up on the night of, of yeah. the draft and hate your life forever. Because let's face it, during the fall, if your pro team sucks or your college team sucks, at least you always have fantasy football. Now, if, you, if your fantasy football team sucks, yeah. You you want to you want to end it every yep. single Sunday, man. When then I, you have to hang out with your family and shit. Oh, uh, it's no the worst. Way. You want to be on your phone, dude, <laughs> just clacking through the fuck, getting updates. Yeah. Look, if you and if you want to do uh, so, the ESPN one and CBS ones are good. If you want to go against actual human beings, if you want to go against uh, machines, you want to go against the computer. Mm-hmm. Go to uh, fantasypros.com. Yep. And check them out. You can do it's Draft Wizard, so you can set all the parameters. You can put yourself anywhere from one through twelve in the draft order. Yeah. You can set it to PPR, whatever you want to do, and you can run through like a whole draft takes like four minutes. You can just do them over and over again right. to see, and then change 
things up, make stupid picks, and see what the results are because these these are based on uh, what the best fantasy football people in the world are are like handicapping basically. Yeah. So it's it's good research and it doesn't take any time when you're fucking pounding off at home, waiting to fall asleep, waiting for the methadone to kick in. Yeah. Are you a methadone guy? Uh, I like both. <laughs> I go heroin in one arm and methadone in Meth- the other. <laughs> I don't even think you inject methadone. I don't know how it works. No, nah, it's a pill. It's a pill. Jamie, we're in production. Jamie, you've had an off day today, brother. You've had an off day today, our <laughs> producer, Jamie. Hashtag <laughs> fire Jamie. Uh, look, D'Anthony, I'm, I'm going to beat you again. Uh, I think I drafted you here. That 6-7 was rough, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's tough. You don't want to be there. But if you're there... You know, learn from our mistakes or the things we, that we eh, did well. The things that I did great. Um, yeah. But uh, we'll be back. And again, sign up for Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. It is a private group. That's how you can get in our fantasy football leagues and play against us. It was a fun one, D'Anthony. Yes. I'm, I'm glad football season's back. Next week will be our college football uh, special. And yep. we'll also make our way too early picks. And uh, we're going to start gambling on mybookie.com forward slash drinking bros. For the DB Sports Companion Show, I'm Ross Patterson. D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway is always coming at you with the dead eyes. Subscribe on YouTube. Good night, everyone. 